What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode one, season three of the No Mercy podcast. I know you guys have been fiending for your No Mercy episodes. I'm praying that this will end the fucking incessant every time I post a fucking message on social media about anything of getting when's the next No Mercy, when's the next No Mercy, when's the next No Mercy. And uh, as, as annoying as it was, um, I also appreciate it because it does show how much uh, you guys like appreciate and like the pod, uh, which I love. That's fucking awesome. I mean, you guys drove it to the number five podcast in fucking America in 2020. So that was pretty dope. But uh, I appreciate it. I love you guys for it. But I want to fucking kill you guys for fucking writing it on every mess. I could post a picture of a motherfucking sandwich and there'd be when's the next no mercy underneath it. So uh, it's done. It's out. It's here. All right. Shut the fuck up. Stop asking for it. We're back. I explained at the beginning of the podcast why we had to take a little bit of a break. Uh, it'll make a little more sense to you. And I needed it personally. I thought it was great. So it was kind of a forced break, uh, as you'll find out. But um, a great one. Because uh, I'm jacked to fuck up now. Uh, and we got some big stuff coming for No Mercy. Uh, we have merch that's dropping. We've already dropped the 4Deep merch on 4DeepBets.com. Uh, I'll talk about that in a second. But... We have YouTube shows that we're going to be doing. So we're going to be starting YouTube. I started a YouTube channel. Well, I tried to, and then I realized I already fucking have one. Uh, I think I talked about this in the podcast. I don't know. We recorded it fucking hours ago. But if you go to YouTube, I'll post the link in my, in my Instagram. But if you go to YouTube, it's just search Tommy G. And I guess there's fucking a bunch of other imposter Tommy G's pretending to be me. But there's a bunch of Tommy G's. Search mine. I don't fucking know how YouTube works. I don't know. We just hired fucking Lil E from Cash Daddies, who's a fucking monster if you guys watch the Cash Daddies podcast. So he's going to teach me some of this shit. I don't know. He's going to be doing more on the sports and crypto and financial side. But uh, I'm going to have him teach me how fucking YouTube works. And then we got my boy Lewis, who's going to help us with this. So we're going to try and get this shit on more video for you guys. So go to YouTube, follow Tommy G, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, the only thing up there right now is the fucking shipmates, my dating show video from seven years ago. So if you want to watch that fucking shit, uh, you can. But we brought back Bobby and the Bod for this podcast. So we got the band back together with a guest spot from Uncle Danny. So we went right back to the roots. And then I'm coming with some fucking bangers for you guys. Bobby and Kurt and Danny are going to continue to be in the rotation. We're going back to bringing in some big guests too, just to give everyone some time. So it's not like an every week thing where they got to grind. Kurt's got a family. Bobby's got a new gig we talk about. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing it uh, weekly. But we're going to bring on some big guests. I got Sam Tripoli coming on. I know you guys always ask for Sam. We love Sam. Sam was one of the people who jumped me off in this industry. And then my motherfucking dude is coming up next. So I think he's going to be on the next podcast, Larry Johnson. So you guys love Larry. Uh, I, that's my fucking brother. Uh, he's been on here twice already. This will be his third time. He'll be the first ever three-time guest of the No Mercy podcast. So I figure first guest spot coming out of season two into season three. Who better than the fucking GOAT? who's just spits fire every time he's on here. And maybe that'll be the first YouTube one. Maybe that'll be the first one we do uh, on video. Ideally, I'd like to get this podcast to a point where we're doing it live on video and uh, you guys can ask questions or maybe we could have some special, um, maybe a post-show or a pre-show on YouTube. But I want to start getting some more video content out there for you guys. I'm fucking rambling right now. Uh, give me a second. It's been a minute since I did any of these fucking intros. I know you just want to get to the podcast. but uh, So that's exciting news coming up. Uh, we will get banned, okay? As you guys know, we're already banned from fucking Spotify. Uh, it dropped us down the rankings. 
It's dropped us everywhere. They've been attacking our ratings. They've been attacking our podcast. I'm, I got deleted from Twitter. A quarter million followers gone. My Twitter's back. So I don't know if you guys know about that. It'll be gone pretty soon. But uh, follow me on all the handles that I have and follow all the podcast handles that we have because if we lose this podcast, a lot of you, I see it every day on Twitter. I get 10 messages a day. Tommy, I didn't even know you were back. Tommy, I didn't even know you were back. My fucking name's Tommy G Returns. How could you not find me? But go follow all my handles and our handles because when we go down, you're going to need to fucking find another place to go to find us. So Tommy G Returns on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, those are both my handles, Tommy G Returns. So go do that right now. You'll push that fucking button in your phone and follow both those accounts. But also follow Bobby and Kurt at Bob's Lessons on Instagram and Twitter. And then Kurt on Twitter at The Bod, B-O-D, No Mercy. So follow those first. Then on top of that, you can follow Danny too. So he doesn't get mad. At Danny No Mercy. <laughs> but uh, also follow the Four Deep handles. So Four Deep Media, the number Four Deep. D-E-E-P media on Instagram and Twitter and at four deep bets one. That's the betting site. That's the safest one. That's the one that probably will least likely probability to get banned. So follow that. I don't give a fuck. I'm going hard going forward uh, as I've been, but they're going to take me out anyway. So fuck it. We might as well go fucking hard in the paint, as Sam Tripoli would say. Uh, while we're going down in flames. I'm even bringing back the fucking old intro song. I don't fucking care. Shut this motherfucking pod down. We'll bring it back up somewhere else. So make sure you guys follow all those handles. Uh, I have a special promotion for you guys. We're going to be dropping a lot of merch. I got a lot of merch coming. Uh, We actually have a new site coming for No Mercy in addition to the YouTube that we've been working on. But uh, right now we do have the 4Deep merch out on the 4Deep Bets site. So go to number4deepbets.com. And you can click shop, and we have all the four deep merch. We got crop tops, t-shirts, tank tops. We're coming out with kids' lines. We got all kinds of shit that we're going to be dropping. Fire. I've been working these last three months, not chilling. So we're going to be dropping a lot of heat for you guys. I got a promo code for you, NOMERCY20. Use NOMERCY20. You guys are my OG people. You've been with us for years. So anything on the entire site, an additional 20% off with NOMERCY20, okay? Anything on the site just for the No Mercy listeners. And my four deep bet subs. You guys are the only people that are getting this promotion. The, sh- the merch is already discounted 20%. So you get another 20% using No Mercy 20. And then the betting packages and DFS packages are already cheap as fuck. It's $37 for a fucking week. So you're getting it for under 30 bucks. And I'm in there live in the Discord doing voice chats all night, five nights a week. And we fucking smash. We don't just talk sports, but it's a lot of sports and gambling and winning fucking money and crypto and stocks. And we got a lot of new stuff coming. Uh, you can come over there and check it out. No Mercy 20 gets you the discount. Number four, deepbets.com. So that's it. I'm done. Let's fucking get to the mayhem. Without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy, Tommy G. Here with, uh, I don't know what fucking episode this is. Episode, maybe. I don't know what we call this. Is Kurt here, Bob? I don't have the sound Yeah, you're here. Great start. All right, awesome. Kurt, where's Kurt? Yeah, right here. All right. Dude, you were gone. Why the fuck did you just leave? I was about I to start you, recording. Hold on. Like, I had to go spit and piss, and then I came back. And then we tried to start without you intentionally to make you look bad, and you came on right as the countdown started. Yeah, I, I didn't take a shit. I just had to go pee. 
Oh, I didn't even are we hear doing it. this spit and pissing con uh, conversation again? No, don't get Bobby into pissing. We'll talk about that in a minute. But anyway, we're back. I don't know what episode. What episode do we call this? What episode is this? This is season three. Episode X. <laughs> season three, episode one? Yes, episode well, what one. About, what about when you don't show up again for like six months? We're moving to season four immediately. <laughs> <laughs> straight, straight to Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess this is season three, episode one of the No Mercy podcast. We've been away for a little bit, guys. It's been since April. Yes. So uh, I think we need to address that first. First, for those of you that are new listeners, let me introduce my co-hosts here. Uh, one who is extremely competent, was a part of the reason why we couldn't record over the last three months, but in a good way, in a positive Thank way. Thank something you. that we're very proud of. Um, something that was a decision of mine, no fault of his own. I chose to keep him off the radar. Bob's Lessons, uh, you could follow him on Twitter for as long as he will be on there, at Bob's Lessons, and his Instagram, I believe, is the same. He is my cousin. He is a little smaller in stature than the two of us. But, uh, Bobby, you just landed a, uh, a pretty big job, and I'll let you talk about it. And that was part of the reason why the first month and a half we didn't record, and then we'll get to the other fucking idiot in a minute. Yeah, so, um, you know, a good buddy of mine who's done local radio for a while reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be a part of a, a, new, a news talk format. And um, ironically enough, I thought my social media and my appearances on No Mercy would uh, hinder my job opportunities, but apparently they vetted my social media and the No Mercy podcast and said, yeah, this is the type of product wow. we want. So I said, so you at your so own you risk. Take a month and a half off? What's that? So we didn't have to take time off. Well, I think it took six weeks for them to go through everything and just say like they, I got like four, <laughs> I got like five phone calls. Like, what is this? Like, what is this tweet? What does this mean? And so I had to explain myself like, six Bob, weeks. are you drinking baby blood? Or are you talking about <laughs> other people drinking baby blood? Do you really think Hillary Clinton eats kids or is that just yeah. like a joke? How you many know? times can you write the word gay on your social media? <laughs> yeah, that's sure. Can we dial that down to like five space, times a week? How can space be gay? Uh, <laughs> so, so that's good. So that's a big deal. And we're very happy for you. Um, you. So what happened was we were going to record. Uh, Bobby had this opportunity. He actually said he would come on and do the podcast um, regardless because he's like, they know I'm a conservative. They know I'm a nut job. And I wanted to protect them because I was worried about what I would fucking say as much as, you know, what we would say on the podcast. So we decided to to give it, you know, what, what was it, about five or six weeks, right? Yeah, we, Until wanted, they gave you we wanted one paycheck to cash. Right. Yeah. We just wanted to make sure you got a paycheck, <laughs> got a show under your belt, did your internship or whatever that little training period was for the first two weeks. And yeah. uh, it's pretty cool. You got to interview Anthony Hardaway the other day. That was that was definitely the highlight so far. Um, so Penny Hardaway came in. We got to interview him. And so we're going to get Larry Brown next week, which I'm actually nice. really excited about. Yeah, getting him. So so what was that like? Were you fucking geeking out? For those yeah. of you that don't know, Bobby is fucking the king of Memphis, um, dive bar king of the world. And he's been obsessed with Anthony Hardaway. I actually had a fake Anthony Hardaway account, Lil Penny. Yes. That went pretty viral before uh, your real shit went viral. Tom, so I told him about Penny that. Fan oh, gigantic monster. I was a huge Penny fan, but I, I think Bobby may be above me just because. Oh, he's yeah. Been... He carried through even through retirement yeah. for Penny. Yeah. Yeah. So he wasn't. I was kind of disappointed. I told him about the Lil Penny account and uh -huh. uh, he wasn't that 
enthusiastic about it. <laughs> you got a I probably wasn't happy that you were fucking impersonating him yeah. online. <laughs> well, I was trying to tell him that, hey, you know, I have this account that's got 3,000 followers and, uh, you know, you do it, you know, you do with it what you want. I'll even hand it over to a PR guy. I just, you know, I just want to be a part of it, sir. Right. Sir, sir, Lord Penny, sir. And, <laughs> sir Penny uh, of Lancelot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me kiss your foam posit shoes that you're wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was a cool interview. And, um, you know, it was first week on the job. So, you know, it's all downhill from That's here. That's awesome. So how do they follow you or how do they support you? How does everyone, uh, li- I mean, I don't, it's a local radio show. So you guys have stuff that's online and shit. Obviously, yeah, you once, I, haven't, I haven't listened to a fucking thing you've done, nor do no, I care. I but you, how I does everyone you, else? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you haven't. I um, talked to you enough. Once once it starts streaming, I'll be posting the live streams on my, my Twitter. So that'll be the best way to, you know, to find all that stuff. And then we'll also be like, you know, like kind of like how we do like the No Mercy shorts. We'll be taking like small segments and putting them up. And stuff. What do you guys talk about? Um, it's it's primarily Memphis focused, but realistically, we kind of do what we do here, except the kind of PG, you know, terrestrial radio version of it. You know, a lot and, of conspiracy uh, stuff in Memphis. What's yeah, funny, we actually people. talked about Flat Earth a little bit because, really? yeah, they went the... Because you're yeah. on the show and yeah. it has to get <laughs> sideways <laughs> somehow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we got on the topic of Flat Earth, but, you know, uh, it, it got disu- discussed a little bit, so I don't know how long till we get thrown off the air. Yeah, you'll be off soon. And then, uh, and what did they think about you posting a video of a monkey pissing into his own mouth yesterday? <laughs> um, so I thought about that one, and... Uh, I told myself if I go down, I go down swinging. So right. monkey, you know, monkey peeing in his own mouth. I, I thought it was a funny video, so I added a caption that I thought was appropriate. So that's uh-huh. good. You're not censoring yourself despite working for the man. No, right. I figured they hired me because they've thoroughly vetted my social media. So I'm not going to change my tone unless you know, unless they say we're not going to give you any more paychecks. Oh, and, then, uh-huh. and then in which case you call me and say, Hey, cuz I just got the vax. <laughs> <laughs> I just got what the, up, gi- just got the re- J and J. Oh, let's I call you this four deep thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Kurt. So, so Tom and yeah. I had an over under on how long I would take this job until I called Tommy back requesting my job back. I have, uh, what did I have? November? You said August. August. All right. So we got a month. I got a month and a half. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But congratulations, Bobby. Really happy Thank you. For appreciate you. it, man. Thank you. Uh, and the other shithead who's on here, who Bobby has a beef with over a wedding. Me? Um, I have a beef with over just what? being a Is this another fucking, fucking trap episode? Yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. walked oh, into it. Yeah. So uh, you're walking into it. And we're on a new uh, recording device here, which who knows if we'll lose the whole fucking episode. But... um. Don't say the on company, this, otherwise we'll get on this device. On this, de- on this, yeah, I won't. On this device, Kurt, I do not have your intro, so I'm going to try and do oh, it the best I can. Is it a real Wait, episode? Then? Where's Kurt? Where is he? Where's the crowd, Bob? You should be the crowd. <sighs> yeah. The fuck's up, son. I know there's a lot to talk about today, but I feel like we should lead off with uh, the guy that's stuck in 2027. Okay. What? You guys ever heard about him? No. This guy got COVID, went to the hospital, woke up in 2027, and the only thing he could do is post on social media from 2027. But what? people believe it because he's posting videos and there's nothing, there's nobody, there's nothing around. So he'll go to like police stations and there'll be no one there. 
and he can go through the desk, the the cells, anything he wants. What, what is this handle? Wait, 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 wait. You wait. guys have not heard about the guy stuck in no. 2027. See, this no, is a trap. Is a- How did this not enter the pre-show? Oh, yeah. Because I wanted, because I wasn't sure if you guys heard about it or not, and if you didn't, I wanted no, your live is, reaction. You pulled to it. no. no you Come pulled on. a Tom. Go, you pulled a Tommy G move. Where you can say Galati. Everyone knows okay. me. They know I robbed a bank. It's all out there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> There's no more. I'm out. I'm out. That was a Tom move, what you just pulled. Go ahead with yeah. your little story. That's the story. And every day he posts walking. What's the fucking handle? Oh, he's in Spain. I got to pull it I don't care. Oh, let me, oh, let me Google Spain. Can we get the... Yeah, I, I need to fact check. Spain guy No, I don't need to Google, asshole. You said he only posts on social media. Give me the fucking so handle. He posts so on TikTok, which I don't have, but there is an account on Instagram. Hold on. I got to find it here. I just read the uh, year is 2027, and we just seen Poirier versus McGregor 7. Is yeah. it that guy? Is it McGregor? <laughs> All right, you ready? At? Yeah. I'm just going to give you letters. Okay. U-N-I-C-O-S-O-B-R-E-V-I-V-I-E-N-T-E. Unicoso Borvivente? Yeah, he's in Spain. Italia wins. Italia wins. What a game, by the way. All right, well, yeah, it was fucking amazing. So what is this? So he's posting videos from 2027. I, Entra I an auto de policia. Why train canemimos? It's amazing. All right, huh? so I got a fact check. Most it's creative not amazing thing. if it's fake. Well, it's I mean, the most creative thing I've seen. Like, it's so creative. He gained like 400,000 followers. And there's actually, if you go in the comments, people that believe it. But it's so creative. Like, I want to think believe of it's this. so bad. But I think it's virtual reality. I can't tell how he does it. I don't know if he just went to all these places when everything was in extreme lockdown and videoed everything. Mm-hmm. But he keeps posting, so I don't know... He might be a virtual reality guy, or he's really good with Photoshop. I don't know, but it's very. So it looks creative. like he's like um, in a like in a grocery store, and he picks up like a spam, like a can of spam or something, and shows that the date is marked in the year twenty twenty seven. Yeah, click on the Alexa one. He asks Alexa what today's date is, and it says like February fifth, twenty twenty seven. But can't I mean? Isn't that one easier to manipulate? Well, I'm probably? sure everything's. I mean, it's not real i assume but everything i don't know how he does it but he's very good at what he does i think this is cool this is a cool little concept that's what i mean it's the most creative thing i've seen on like social media this is a great job by this guy i don't even think i'm gonna talk on the podcast for the rest you're just gonna look at all these videos just do what the fuck's going on i'm gonna create tommy g 2034 you know what would have been so much better tommy is if he told us 20 minutes bob just dropped off this is this is gonna be the last episode bob's here Bob's here. I'm here. Is he on yours? Yeah. Bob? Hello? Yeah, I hear. He's talking. Really? Oh, Jesus. He doesn't show me. What do you mean? Like. Do you hear him? No. Oh, now he's back. Hello? What? Yeah. You hear him now? No, I don't hear him, but he just appeared. Bob, speak. Hello? Maybe I'm stuck in 2027. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you just time travel? What do you mean, Kurt? I hear him perfectly. Oh, yeah, I don't hear him. But that's better that way. <laughs> How, do you hear him or no? I see him raising his hand, but I don't. Hello? Yeah, he's fucking talking. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear him. His line is just straight. I'll send you a picture. 
how is that possible? Alert, lost connection to server, attempting to reconnect. Who, me? I don't know. It says reconnected. All right, you there again? I'm yeah. Here. Can you hear Bob now? No. Hello? Kurt? No. Oh, Jesus. And we're back. And you might have not realized we're gone because our editor probably did a great job of hiding the last 45 minutes of complete fucking chaos again caused by fucking Bob's Lessons, who's a goddamn fucking producer and a fucking radio station now. <laughs> yeah, but we have like good production equipment and shit. We're literally on our cell phones right now. You're an idiot. <laughs> Do you think Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp had this problem? I mean, we're, we're top five idiot. radio format here and we can't even get a full podcast going. First of all, this podcast that you're on right now was actually ranked ahead of Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp's podcast in June of 2020. That's what I'm saying. We were the number five podcast in America, Bob. So Do you think on, Skip in the Bayless, sports category, you think Skip Bayless? So yes, and we Shannon are better Sharp than them. Are sitting there going five, four, three, two, one, record. <laughs> yeah, but I bet if they did, there wouldn't be a fucking country bumpkin idiot who couldn't get the number right. Is me and Kurt, we're on Kurt. Weren't we in lockstep the whole time? Bro, I, I am fucking money with this. Don't worry about me. We fucking nailed it. And then Bobby tried to tell us it's because fucking cell phones. Well, I'm on cell Like phones. me and Kurt have magic <laughs> cell phones that are connected. Yeah, but how about we're you related. have headphones with wires on them? That's another problem. That is No one problem. even knows what happened. No one even knows what just happened. So what happened was we were talking about the year 2027. And Kurt, on the new software we were recording on, and we're a little rusty, keep in mind. We haven't done this in a couple months. But Kurt noticed that Bobby fell off, right? And I still could hear Bobby. Uh, I still could hear Kurt. Bobby still could hear me and Kurt. But Kurt couldn't hear Bobby but can only hear me, okay? And we've done multiple episodes where everything's gotten deleted or disappeared or fucked up. Um, normally because of Bobby, the producer Our last episode no one ever heard because of Bobby. Right, because of Bobby. And it was fire for like an hour and a half. And then we just quit the podcast. So right. Bobby <laughs> Bobby was an hour late. He couldn't find headphones. Had to go to his fucking neighbor's house to find headphones. Right, Bob? This is all true. <laughs> to go to his neighbor's house and knock on a door like he's asking for fucking sugar to find headphones. And then we started up. And then he had to re-download Audacity because he didn't have that. And then he couldn't get the sound right. And now yeah. he just dropped off. And then we had a hysterical fucking uh, countdown thing that we were doing there, which was totally legitimate and authentic, that took three minutes that I was going to use for the pre-show because it was so funny. And then what'd you do, Bob? Uh, I might have deleted it. My you deleted it? Yes. Right. And, and now he's a second off on the recording. So, I, I admit to uh, all of this, but there's a silver lining. <laughs> thumbs up to living in an apartment because if you live in an apartment and don't, purchase a house like a fucking idiot um you have multiple neighbors that you can borrow shit from if you're nice to them right uh, so our, uh, so you can't borrow shit from your neighbors if you no, in dude nobody knows their neighbors <laughs> in in a fucking neighborhood of course i just house. had a block party with all my neighbors no you didn't yes we did no, you didn't. we closed down the dead end and we all had a block party <laughs> no, no you didn't <laughs> of course we did we do it every year <laughs> Every year, once a year, dude. When you live in an apartment, you see these people every time you leave your house. There's like seven people oh, exiting horrible. at the same time. That's horrible. Oh man. Oh, so anyway, anyway so we're I back. I don't even know what the fuck we were just. So talking. I guess but we're so done now with 2027. 
So this guy's yeah, this so guy's 20- stuck in 2027. I'm stuck in 1995 <laughs> with these headphones yeah. on. <laughs> so now what we're doing is I decided fuck it because I don't think we could trust Bob's internet. I don't know what's going on over there for the last two shows. So we're actually talking to each other, a three-way call on a cell phone. And then me and Kurt, again, have the same professional devices that we're using to record on. And Bobby's working on something, who knows what, that'll probably get deleted. So if you never hear this episode, you'll know it was Bobby's fault. And then we're going to try patching Danny in through the three-way call. And you guys are going to have to do some tricks here. So so this is probably all going to be a fucking abortion and never air. But when you think about it, isn't this a perfect No Mercy episode? I mean, it has everything, everything you need. It's literally the first time I actually agreed with Kurt that, you know what, fucking shut this fucking podcast. <laughs> it's only, only going to take an hour and a half. It's not. It's going to be quick. We're already two and a half hours in. Yes. I think we're five minutes into the episode. But do you, re- do you really? I've been good. Can you at least admit that to the people? But do you see my point that people think this is just like a one hour thing? This is a half a day commitment. It's a full day commitment for me because you guys pl- unplug and then I got to do the promos and the tweets and the Instagrams. Well, we both and have then corporate re- jobs. Right. Re-listen to the fucking, uh, re-listen to the episode and make sure the audio is fine. Like, yes. Yeah, so it's a full day job. Man, I feel so sorry but, um, for you. Yeah. Well, your but, name's I mean, on the billboard, so as it should be. Yeah. I get all the, all the fun press. So, so here's what we're going to do. We were, we spoke about Bobby and his new job and we were about to get into Kurt. And why he has been the reason, the real reason why No Mercy has not been airing uh, for the last that, month. And a half. So it's definitely a, on my side right now. It's a beautiful Did pivot. You, yeah, this is not helping our case here. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> pivot. Through, not helping our case going through this whole process. But um, I would like to blame Kurt for all of this because okay. I, I have been trying vehemently i have been opening up my schedule i've said like when we are on the group thread and everyone's like what time you want to record my answer every time is whenever you want guys just please do it sooner than later because if i post another fucking tweet and the first response to a baseball tweet or a political tweet is fucking when's the next no mercy i'm gonna kill myself (laughs) because it's literally every fucking tweet i post well anything i say that's the response and kurt is so fucking busy that he can't ever get on, and then Bob, he'll commit, and then all of a sudden just fucking change his right. mind and so quit for two weeks. I was fully weeks. ready to go yesterday, and what happened? Was that me? Was it me? No. I was ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you were ready yesterday, and that's why I said. Bobby was running on a half an hour sleep. So, so I with was Bobby, good. I was good. Right? You were going to do it. You were going to do it. I agree with that. <laughs> the last eight times before that, for the last eight weeks before that, it's been Kurt. The first eight weeks before no, that, it let's been go you. to the show before Mondays. What was the last thing that happened? Bob had a fever. Remember? Right? No, no, no. You're right. But I mean, you, listen, <laughs> I mean, listen. You're just proving my point every time you talk. I, it's not helping. It's not. It's helping. not. Uh, yeah. uh, let's talk about Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> so Haiti. The uh, so what's been going on is Kurt just doesn't want to do it. He hates you guys. He literally no, no, fucking no, no. hates I you guys. I like the recording of the show. I hate this two and people. a half hours and the you three hate months the of planning through text on when we're going to do the show. You hate the, the show people. show is the, the good people. part. You Just admit you hate the people. No, no, no. I'll do an hour and a half show every week if it was organized and we didn't have to go through hell to do it every time. No, you don't even say goodbye to your cousin at a wedding. At a wedding. Oh, no, we're no. Go and there. Again, I, have, I have evidence that shows I tried. 
Uh, Tom, did I not ask you, as I was saying bye to you, where is Bob? Because I have not seen him the entire night. I am uh, I'm obviously on a mission to destroy you, so I will say no. Okay, I asked you, I asked Danny, and I asked our aunt, has anyone seen Bob? I've seen Bob's girlfriend most of the night. She was always with one of our cousins, never with Bob. When we mm -hmm. took the cousin picture, what was the thing? Where's Bob? The cousin picture was delayed about 20 minutes. Bob is I have no idea where Bob was during this wedding, but he was not so, at the wedding. No, here's what I envision. So let me, I, I, before you go, Tom, here's what I envision. I envision yeah. Kurt sitting in front of a group of about five people just going, you seen Bob? All right. Hey, you seen Bob? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you seen Bob? All right. They're not even people go. who know you. Yeah. Guys that don't know Bob. <laughs> They're Danny's friends. They don't even know who you are. Like, like the ground, the groundskeeper. Oh, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you tell Bob if you see him that I asked if, if he was here? Great. I don't know who you are. Who Dude. is this? Bob, Robert. <laughs> who is this Barbarino you speak about? <laughs> is he the floppy hair boy? <laughs> the, uh, is he the one who sang and then gave me the drinks and then presided the wedding? Yeah. The, uh, so, so, yeah, so it's been Kurt's fault most of the time. We're going to get right back to the wedding in a second. It's been Kurt's fault most of the time because he hates you guys. We've established that. Um, I love you guys. I've been here the whole time and trying to do stuff for you. But mm. Bobby's been trying. Bobby's been trying too, but he's just retarded. Yes. So you can't fight retardation. But I do want to tell you what's happened over the last three weeks. Um, Kurt was a flake for a couple weeks. Yep. And then finally we locked a day down. And then uh, Kurt's dog fell off the bed the night before and broke its leg. Mm. Uh -huh. So and and I'm literally I love this dog to death. It's the cutest fucking dog in the world, and it's a baby, and I love it so much. And I was cursing Kurt up and down uh, because of that. I'm like, of course, his dog broke his leg the day we're going to record. Great. So that screwed us a few days. And then Kurt blocked out a time. And then this little fucking faggot, Bobby, fucking gets a hundred degree fever and has to leave work. Like, who gets sick? Okay. Bob? I do want to say his first week at work. Here's, here's I mean, come on. What, what are you, seven? Who gets a fever? Here's something that really just like made me realize that like I'm back in the real world. So. I go into work and I tell one person that I was running like a low fever, you know? And so we get the show going and everything's going smoothly. And I cough like twice. And listen, you know, my, my partner, he's with me on all this stuff. He thinks it's all BS. But there's such a chain of command and like HR and so many people who get into trouble that they had to come in and tell me that I had to go home. And then like two people who weren't wearing masks before came in with masks on as if I'd just oh. been like infected. And I felt like right. I felt like I just gotten bitten like a zombie, like, and they and they forced me to go home, and so now I'm in yeah. protocol. Right. So so basically, me and Bobby have been on the, like team record because Bobby gets the same exact tweets I do. When's no mercy? When's no mercy? When's no mercy? And uh, and then he gets a fever. So then that happens. So so to explain why we didn't record yesterday, because I now am preemptive. I know that Kurt's going to quit and never come back if we don't make it right. And when I heard that Bobby was up till three in the morning, he was on the phone with me and then he had to get up at five for work and he was coming off being sick. I just basically assumed something was going to get fucked up. So I moved the date. I said, Bobby, go get What's some sleep, get some rest. Reason, right. Yeah. And, well, no, that uh, is, there was Bobby the real reason. discussed what the real reason is. But and we, then we the real thing is, and then what? And then today he's late again an hour and a half. Oh, my God. We were supposed to record at 1. It's not like I was late again because I was, like, hung over from being in Discord until 5.30 in the morning. Well, well, I mean, you did commit to Kurt at 1 o'clock, which I told you was a bad move. That was a bad move. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's a Nazi, dude. He's a fucking Nazi. Yeah. You have. I had to sit here quietly and patiently on the fucking pre-show, just like coddling him. Like, hey, Kurt, how's your day? Like, oh, dude, you look great today. No, I full, you know, especially like, when Bob said 20 minutes, I knew that was an hour. So, yeah, whatever. And it, it's over. And he, We're here. Let's fucking do right, it. Get right, it over. All right. So, Kurt, is this your last show ever? If it keeps going like this, yes. If it ever gets streamlined to where it's like, hey, just come on for an hour and a half and that's it. I'll 100% do it every time. But to commit okay. six hours to do a podcast is insane. Okay. And then let's keep in mind, too, me fair? and Bobby. So you're saying yes, there's a dude. chance. They're saying there's a chance. Season three may happen, ladies Season and gentlemen. Three. Yeah, but so, we're, we're uh, three years into this, and it hasn't happened. So, But you know what, Kurt? Happen. We spit fire every episode, and the people need it. The the thing that I will say though, me and Bobby, for you the listener, because we love you so much, and even oh, though we yeah. hate the six hour process too, because it's like twelve for us, because Bobby's making shorts yeah, and I'm pandering. fucking doing yeah. Kurt just basically talks and then goes and doesn't fucking even tweet at you again. But um, <laughs> me and Bobby were willing to do Sunday mornings, Saturday mornings. What are you talking right, Bob? about, Bob? We were doing Saturday mornings Saturday at eight o'clock because it fit Kurt's schedule. Saturday morning. I, I mean, you, dude, I remember that Saturday morning episode. It was the most brutal episode I've ever had to endure. I was bleeding out of my fucking eyes. <laughs> like, I was so drunk. <laughs> so, all right, but we're here. And, Kurt, we appreciate you being here, even though you hate the people. So, yeah, what's up? I love it. <laughs> people's champ. So, all right. So, what do we want to talk about? I got a bunch of shit. We got three months worth of topics to go over. So, uh, so what do we want to talk about first? I'm going to let you guys lead. This is going to have no format. Uh, okay. The one thing I will tell you, let me just do a quick, quick uh -huh. thing. I'm sure I said it at the beginning, but um, we do have the new site up. So, we're doing a lot of really cool shit. The 4D Bets site is up. Uh, we got tons of merch and fucking dope shit over there. Uh, you guys could use code NOMERCY20. NOMERCY20 and get 20% off anything on the entire site, um, including the betting packages and DFS packages. But we're also going to be dropping a conspiracy merch site, too, at some point very soon. So a uh, lot of really cool things going on. Football season's right around the corner. We're giving away prizes. I'm dipping into my own pocket. We gave away a Pete Rose autographed. Um, I'm sorry, I bet on baseball, baseball yesterday. Uh, today, we're giving away a Mike Tyson's Punch-Out autographed Nintendo plaque signed by Mike Tyson. Damn. Uh, 16 by 20 picture. Um, and, and I got experiences where you're going to be able to catch footballs from Tom Brady and Julian Edelman in huge, huge packages. We're going to be doing fight nights, live events and stuff. Uh, and, you know, starting a couple. Of, I have a YouTube channel. I don't know if you guys know that. Mm. I have a YouTube channel now. Yeah, it's got one video on it. I realized I had it from seven years ago. So if you go to YouTube and search Tommy G, there's probably 70 of them. Uh, find mine. It's the one with the least subscribers. Is it just so, a slideshow uh, of that it. one dick pic from Twitter? It is actually, Bob, you'll laugh. It is actually nothing there. I didn't even realize I had a YouTube page. Uh, there's nothing there except a video from seven years ago with 41,000 views. Do you want to guess what it is? Oh, I know what it is then. Shipmates. Yeah, I figured <laughs> so, that. Yeah. If you want to see me on a reality dating show, go to my YouTube page, Tommy G., and uh, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff there, too. But uh, I yeah, hate to say this, but can I, ask you, can I actually ask you a question about that episode? If it's about me, you can yeah, ask me I, you Yeah, and I hate, and, I'm, and I apologize. I'll never do this, but I apologize to Kurt. Sorry, Kurt, for this question. But So I watched the episode, finally. And uh, first of all, I do want to say, I, feel like, I really feel like it was creatively edited. It was very funny and entertaining. 
But you guys actually seem to like each other at the end. How long after that episode did you communicate with this chick? Uh, I was Kurt remembers. I was ready. I was about to move to California. She came to visit once. Uh, I was a broke college kid. She bought me. Uh, I remember she was buying me like diesel jeans and shit, which is the first pair of diesel jeans I ever had. The twenty three, uh, Neiman Marcus. And uh, I was going to move there just because she told me she was going to get me in Fast and the Furious 2. So she told me to move out. She told me to move out to Beverly. Keep in mind, I was really good looking, Bob. You saw that. I was a fucking, fucking, I was at 11. So uh, she wanted to move me out there, live with her, have threesomes. She thought I was her soulmate. Um, Didn't want to be my girlfriend or anything. She just thought we were soulmates. She was like an earth girl. And she was going to get me in Fast and the Furious 2. She told me to bring no clothes, no bags, nothing. She was going to buy me a Beamer. And basically just be my sugar mommy out there and let me bang her and her friends. So I was out. I was going until she pulled uh, out eight days, but eight days and close eight days before I was supposed to go out there. She called me to let me know. Just letting you know, um, my ex-boyfriend, who's like a Skinamax fucking meathead, uh, threw a brick through her window that had a note on it saying when he gets here, he dies. Oh, my uh, God. That hindered my I'm a tough motherfucker. You know that. And uh but not really looking to go into a new city with some fucking 40-year-old meathead and all his friends looking to jump me every time I walk out of the house. So I was like, maybe we'll let that die down a little bit. And she didn't take too kindly to that, and we never talked again. Oh, my God. So did he see the episode? Is that what sparked the brick through the window? I guess they were still, like, communicating and talking or whatever, and she, like, they thought they were friends still, and she told him that she's moving me out there, and he saw the episode, obviously, and everything, and then just decided he was going to have my throat, so... I was like, you know what? Maybe wait a few months. My fa- I was still going to go. Favorite was like, part was when, my favorite part was like the first night where she like went to bed and then you went out partying that night. <laughs> I was like, that is so, that is like quintessential. I thought she was standing me up. I thought I was getting punked. Kurt, did you, have you ever seen it? No. Oh my God. I've seen, uh, I've seen like a two second clip of it. He's never it. seen it. <laughs> no, I don't watch or do any, like I'm not involved in anything Tom does. <laughs> When Tom went to jail, I had no idea. I didn't keep track of it. I didn't know anything about it. Anything through his school, nothing. I don't know anything. I just stay out of it. It's much easier. That's why I said, if you seen it, I knew you hadn't. I would have. See, this is why all the listeners need to understand. If Kurt doesn't care about his brother, he definitely does not care about you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we title this episode "Kurt Hates You." (laughs) Well, no, I don't think it's. Kurt no mercy season three. Kurt, Kurt doesn't want to be in the drama of Tommy G. I mean, that's a smart move. It's it's how he's been able to, you know, have a Kurt. What's your credit score? Oh, eight ten or something. Right. He's got like an eight ten credit score. He owns a house. He's got beautiful kids, a beautiful life. Very. Sin- I think that's how Bob. I think he's stayed out of my madness, whereas you like to venture into my madness with me. And it uh, is. And my credit Bob, score is like five forty. Attracted to that. <laughs> yeah. My credit score reflects that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to some topics here. So the first thing right, I want to talk I wanted about. to I hold on, I want to disagree with one of Bob's tweets if we're going to go into topics. Uh-oh. Let's go. Uh Bob stated that the left is not covering Cuba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I remember this tweet, actively Bob? I actively searched for it today, barely saw anything. I saw something it's from CNN. Actually the opposite not only are they covering it 
they're trending with their coverage of it. And what they're covering is that this is all just because of COVID. Oh, about COVID. Yeah, I saw that angle. But I mean, even when I when I search Cuba, just because it's trending doesn't mean I'm talking like the blue check marks. Like I didn't see much from CNN. I didn't see much from, you know, I even searched like a lot of the blue checkmark pundits and didn't see much. But yeah, I mean, I know their route, their angle is to say that they're protesting because they're what, not getting enough vaccines and COVID supplies. Right. Yeah, that's a fucking joke. But it's amazing how the left just continues to lie and their followers. I don't know if they they really believe it or they just want to believe it. It's like when the Jets suck every year, but you stick with them hey. and they say they're going to change everything and buy our tickets. I think like it's both. Wilson. I think it's both. Yeah, you know? I, I guess they're that committed to it. I don't know. So what is your take on this Cuba situation? Who are you talking to? Whoever the fuck wants to answer. Uh, my take ahead, is, um, you know, they've been dealing with this for 60 years. My One of my best friends growing up. Uh, Why don't you fill people in? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people. Oh, sure. So there's, about. I don't know, just nothing short of a revolution going on in Cuba right now. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, that's it, it, it looked very similar to what was happening in France with the Yellow Vest protests. Now, that's basically what's going on in Cuba. Um, the, the mainstream media, if they say anything about it, is, is reporting that it's because they're being denied uh, vaccines, right? Which obviously. Oh, and did you see what New York Times yeah. said? That it's anti-government slogans like freedom. Yeah, so they called freedom. Yeah, that's and, my and, favorite. Which, that was my favorite thing. Which is kind of true because in a communist society, words like freedom are anti-government. So, I mean, you it know, is. it's. Yeah. There is there is truth to that, but my best friend growing up, um, grandparents, you know, came from Cuba, and uh, you know, I even messaged him a year ago, and I messaged him again, and I and I said I said, you know, give it to me straight, like what what's the relationship with Cuba and America, what you know, how do you feel about everything that's going on, and um, you know, he said he goes, dude, you have no under, he said you have no idea what happens in Cuba, man. He goes, my grandfather was a, a doctor, a well-known doctor in Cuba, and they took him against his will and made him work for the government in, like, a Che Guevara's, uh, you know, like, uh, security team. He was he was basically their doctor against his will. And you're seeing videos now of, of, of children being separated from their parents and, and forced to do military service. I mean, like, this is why uh, the Cubans and even, like, uh, Jorge Masvidal, extremely patriotic. Because they know what they came from. They, you know, Jorge they've, seen, they've seen the result of it. Yeah, yeah. You don't see anybody getting on a boat and going to Cuba unless it's to fight against... I mean, I don't know if you saw some of the Cuban uh, immigrants from Miami getting on the boat and going back to Cuba to fight for the freedom. So, I mean... I mean, it's, 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 it's what we talk about all the time when you see... When you look at who's revolting and fighting this shit... I mean, it's not just Cuba. You know, I posted the uh, the thing on my Instagram about all the uh, the leaders that have fought against uh, the COVID. Uh, let me just pull it here. The, co- the COVID. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, you have Burundi who expelled the uh, the WHO back in 2020. All of a sudden, Burundi president Miera Nkurunziza dies of cardiac arrest at 55. You have Haiti. This was as recently as two months ago. The uh, you know, Haiti was rejecting the COVID vaccine, right? All of a sudden, the Haitian president is assassinated. You have the fucking Tanzania dude. What's his name? Magafool or Magafuli or yeah. some shit like that. All of a sudden died. This was just, what, fucking three months ago. That's the and dude he was that another did country the uh, COVID refused. test on the fruit, right? Right, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you're why, and there's a list of others. There's, there's so many others 
you know, that aren't named in, in that post that I put out. But the reality of it is like you're seeing the revolts, uh, whether it's nationally or whether it's related to COVID or vaccines or whatever it is. It's all the countries that have been through this shit before. So when you see the Masvidals, when you see the Cubans, when you see the Haitians, you know, most of them are very patriotic, like you said, Bob, because they're like, no, motherfucker, we've seen this shit. We were the test dummies for the vaccines, you know, during the Tuskegee experiments and during all the fucking syphilis shit and the fucking H1N1 and hepatitis and every other fucking thing that you tried to test on us. And now you're seeing the revolts in Cuba and other countries like that. But I mean, people got to start taking note that this shit is not new. It's just new to us. So here's my question. Why is it that, you know, the illegals that, that cross the border out west bring their Democrat vote with them? That's the only thing I don't understand. They're fleeing their country out there and then they, they come to America and they vote Democrat. Well, it's the same it's like, way it's like, the people from California go to Texas right. and still vote left, right? Right. Right. Like people leave New York and go to Texas and vote Democrat. Like it's because it's the brainwashing, dude. It's all about brainwashing. Everything we're seeing and everything we're doing is about mind control. And the mind control is so fucking deep that it doesn't matter what you do to half these people. They're just still they're still when I talk to people and ask them, like, why the fuck are you still wearing a mask right now? Like you got vaccinated. Uh, I read the uh, I posted uh, this on my on my Twitter. Did you see the text message exchange, Bob, that I posted? It, it got. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Like, I like that a lot. Yeah. But it was lit. Here's an exact conversation from my friend. Uh, I said, what are you doing for the McGregor fight, pussy? He said, I got the Rona again. And then I wrote, get the fuck out of here laughing. Like most people be like, oh, I'm like laughing at him. And he goes, I shit you not. I go, so you locked down for eight months, wear masks everywhere you go, ran to the poison puncture facility to get the jab after already having the Roro. He already had this shit fucking months ago. Now you just got it again. All while I walk around like a motherfucking boss for a year and a half, raw dog in air, healthy as a fucking ox. To which he responded, you just wrote all that to screenshot it and put it on the internet, didn't you? And then I wrote yes. So, <laughs> and now it's on the I podcast. Did. As I did. You yeah. double dipped so, with that one. Double dip. I'm going to fucking use this forever. But I mean, it's crazy, dude. It's like, so then I'm asking him, like, why are you wearing a mask? And it's yeah. just his answer and others' answers are, I don't know. Like, it just, it just feels, I don't want to get looks. And it just, it's weird not to now. Like, they've almost created the actual new normal, Bob. Yeah, it's almost like uh, institutionalized. You know, it's like when you've been in prison so long that you get out of prison and you don't know what to do. You know, like, I know yeah, I went through it. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, exactly. So it's the same thing with these masks. You know, it's almost become a part of them. It's kind of like me with a hat. I've been wearing a hat so long that when I'm not wearing a hat, I feel negative without it. So like, right, I'm the same way. Yeah, so I'm no, wearing one right now. Said why they do it. They all come out on Twitter and say they're going to still wear a mask just so people don't think they're a Trump supporter. So right. I do believe yeah. a lot of them do it for that reason. And, uh, probably. And there's probably. a lot that won't admit that, but but subconsciously, and, and we talked about this before when all this all the regulations for mask wearing, you know, started uh, loosening up, that there was going to be a sort of woke Olympics to see who could wear the mask mask the longest, you know. And I I always felt like that was going to be a measurement at this point of how woke you are is how deep into this you're going to commit to wearing a mask. I said so, it on the podcast uh, in March when it first started. I said, masks are forever. I yeah. have tweets saying it. I'm like, these masks are never going away. And a lot of people told me I was insane. I was like, they're never going away because 20% of this population is going to wear it forever. And 50% is going to keep wearing it when they don't have to. But 20, 25% are going to wear it forever. And they're going to make their kids do it. And they're gonna, those kids are going to make their kids do it. Same as China. Right. That's what's going to happen. Kurt? So... This is, I might be off. I don't know if I'm right or wrong here, but 
but probably, to me, probably wrong. The vaccine is not a vaccine, right? The vaccine is usually a dead virus. You build immunity. You can't get it like the flu shot, right? Where there's six strands. These are your hot strands. You won't get these six strands. You can still get the flu, but it won't be one of these six strands. What we're getting in the vaccine is not does not make you immune to COVID. All it does is help you recover and show no symptoms, right? So to start, it's technically not even a vaccine. So the people that are getting this quote unquote vaccine are becoming super spreaders because now they might have it, not know they have it, and then they're spreading it to their kids and their kids are spreading it to whoever. So they're looking at the unvaccinated as the bad people when it's really them that have now become the super spreaders. Am I wrong on this? You know what it's like, Kurt? It's like when the NFL got really good um, protective headwear, which has made people go in like a battering ram yeah. and go head first into right. people. Well, you're, you have yeah. worse head injuries because of that. So you think you have more protection, but it's a lot. Instead, right. you're like, well, I have head protection now. I'm just going to go head first for a tackle. I had an argument about that with Tom a couple of years ago at Thanksgiving. That was one of our arguments where I said there's more injuries now because they're more padded and they're, they're missiles coming through. Instead of when you have leather helmets, you wouldn't hit the same way. And he no. was arguing that it's not because of that. But thank I, you. I, I, I see where you're coming from, but it's wrong because there's more injuries now because people are six foot seven and run a four four forty at 280 pounds. Uh, that's true, too. I mean, I think you, you have yeah. to take both into consideration. But then you look at the UFC versus boxing where the UFC is less padding. You hit a guy in the head once he gets knocked out. You know, and then he recovers rather than getting hitting 400. Well, unless you're that. Uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Modino getting hit 400 times in three rounds. You're not going to see my that. Sh- my sugar show. Yeah. Like like you do in boxing where it's just a slow death of just getting jabbed. In what the did face. you say about that fight, Bob? You oh, yeah. Was like I was Rocky. I said it looked like, you know, the opening scene in every Rocky movie where Rocky just gets his face smashed in. And you're like, Rocky, you, like move your head, dude. Like, yeah. put your gloves up. <laughs> So it just looked like the opening scene or the, you know, the first round of every Rocky fight for like 15 minutes. Yeah, 15 minutes straight, dude. That was amazing. That was fucking unbelievable. The, uh, but no, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. I mean, obviously, we're all on the same team here. This vaccine is complete fucking bullshit. Uh, the, the thing that you posted, Bob, about the Delta, Gamma, Lambda, like sorority fucking shit. That, <laughs> like they're almost like trolling the shit out of yeah, us. How we yeah. talk about fraternities and sororities being the the ultimate form of indoctrination to, you know, basically, you know, individual rule. And they're naming all these viruses after all these fucking sororities and fraternities, which is a cult. A sorority and a fraternity is nothing more than a cult. If you think otherwise, you're a cult member. Right. Because it's got the same exact motherfucking process as a cult has. So if you are a former sorority or fraternity member, hopefully you've outgrown that fucking brother, sister, lambda, lambda. We worship and we dress the same and we sing the same and we walk the same and we think the same. Uh, If you are part of that, you're a cult member. And that's uh, just funny that they're naming all these fucking variants off after uh, all these Greek sororities and fraternities, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good comparison. It's a good metaphor because, you know, not only do they brainwash you and subvert your mind, just like you were saying, but then again, you know, in fraternities, sororities, you know, they teach you to hate the other sorority for no other reason Mm -hmm. other than their Greek letters or their lack thereof. Right. Yeah. Yep. And it's uh, it's I mean, it's the same hazing process, the buck breaking, you know, the same thing we talk about with the cabal, how they fucking buck break you. They get them while they're young. They usually feed on the weak. Right. They find the Billy Eilish's and fucking all these like 
broken children, usually with drug problems, and then they bring them in, they break them down because they're already insecure. Same shit they did with the fucking Unabomber, if you've watched the documentary on him, um, how they basically were doing experiments, and I believe it was Cornell, uh, with insecure kids, and he ended up fucking becoming the Unabomber. They broke him down mentally so bad. But they find people who are insecure and weak, who don't really fit in, they bring them in, they haze the shit out of them, they make you like bow to their gods, they literally make you bow to them and serve them. And then they slowly move you in and the more you acclimate and the more you represent the brand, the group, the family, the more they move you up until you get to a point where you're now doing the hazing, you feel power, and then that shit's normal. Like having a kid stick a fucking banana up his ass in the middle of a fucking hallway is fine to you, it's normalized to you because I did it when I was young the same way of fucking drinking baby blood is fine after a while it's just a higher level of it so it's the same exact fucking thing the skull and bones system of connections and networking and the bloodlines and the 13 families it's the same thing like you fuck you graduated from fucking pie i graduated from pie dude you got the job like it's the same fucking networking system bloodline harassment breaking mental ideological subversion of everything else so uh for our listeners out there who are members of fraternities and sororities um Sorry. You're in a cult? You're in a cult. <laughs> I mean, you Sorry. are. You're in a cult. I never Sorry liked the idea of fraternities you. and sororities. Never. Even when I was young. Yeah. I was Girl, like, wait, I have to pay for scams? my friends right now? Well, that's the other thing, right? They charge dues. You pay. Like, everything's the fucking same. Yeah. Kurt? I never had a problem with frats. I didn't join one, but I never had a problem with it. Well, I mean, you, you didn't really go to a big frat-oriented school. Yeah, but most of the parties are run through frats, so the only reason well, school life is good is because of the frats, right? Okay, Otherwise, well, now compare one leader house that's going to start all the house parties. But you could also argue that think about what goes on in Hollywood. All the best parties are run by the elite, right? Like we're going to this mansion party, we're going to Hugh Hefner's, like those so little you're frats. The way to fight Hollywood is we got to start at the frats. Yes. Okay. Yes. Take out the frats. That take out the frats. Collapse Hollywood. Down with the frats. Down with the Hollywood life. falls after. Well, let me argue this, Kurt. So I you're saying hey, the best, the best parties. Plan, it's not complaining. Hey, that's it. Unless you got if if it's what, what's the thing I always say. Why don't I we just get rid of groups? Forgot? I don't want. I don't want to hear you complain unless you have a solution. Yeah. Right. right. So. But here's the thing, Kurt. Listen to what you just said. You said the only reason college is good is because of the frat parties. Well, what if there were no frats and everyone just threw parties all over the place and everyone was invited to all those parties? Do you think parties wouldn't happen if there weren't frats? Well, I think it's tougher to market and it's tougher to organize, especially when you're a freshman or sophomore and you're in dorm rooms with uh, what are the people that monitor the dorm rooms? Uh, like all the RAs. Oh, so you're saying you can't yeah, get an yeah, apartment yeah. and throw apartment RAs. parties? Yeah, 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 the RAs. So well, it's I'll tell you this: when you have that frat, it's like going to the Apple store. You need that one store. You right, can go but then, to. then they get to choose who's let in and who's not, and then you have to fucking feel inferior when you get there. Because at Villanova, which is a, I mean, it's not a big frat school, but I mean, there was a lot of frats, and we didn't have like frat row or anything like that. But they had their houses off campus. Me and my boys threw the best parties because we invited everyone because we were fucking ravers and athletes. So we. We fucking were invited to every frat party and threw bigger parties than the frats. 
So, and that's how it would be everywhere if we just didn't have those caste systems that were fucking built in. So right. I so just Tom and Bob you. against frats. Me, I'm, I got no problem. All right. Now you're just trying to pander because you, you realize pander you've lost the masses. College you've lost the masses. Listening to this, no college you, kid is listening to this show. Yes, because you realize you've lost the masses yeah, lost because the everyone just everyone just realized that you hate them. So you're trying to slowly find small fractions of whatever so me now, and Bobby go in against. In order to rebuild my image. You're trying to rebuild. That's one. <laughs> well, you're, the first thing, if the next thing we said was me and Bobby agreed we hate mayonnaise, which we don't. I love mayonnaise. Oh, I hate but you would, be like, you would be like, I love it. Just to oh. try and grab 10 more people into your group. You're a cult leader. You're trying to, you're trying to rebuild the bodies. You're he's, trying he's to body a, up He's right in quicksand now. right now. I think going opposite yeah. of being against, against frats is going to hurt you, Kurt, even though I think it's going to try to help you. I think it's gonna hey, make listen, it worse. I got no problem with frats. Right. I mean, I may hurt you more. There may have been like there may have been like ten percent of people who were like, you know what, I fuck with the bod, and then they're like, nah, you know what, Tommy and Bobby just made so much sense. <laughs> no, but I make the most sense, right? Because I didn't join a frat for almost those reasons where I didn't want to pay for friends or anything. But at the same time, I like having frats to where you could go to a frat party. So well, I'm in the I mean, middle. that's like saying I didn't join the cabal, but I like having the cabal around because they make good movies. Right. If you think frats like kill well, people I mean, and I drink s- baby blood, I guess. Buy <laughs> five, just say goodbye to 5% more of your people right there. <laughs> I, just, I just fucking nutted that analogy, Bob. I, I don't think so because they're not the I same. I just killed thing, right? that analogy. That's like saying you, you said- go to a Bears game. It's like being in a cult because I'm a Bears fan and I go to Bears game and I want to be around Bears fans. Well, I mean, there I mean, is you, cult-like behavior at sports games there sometimes. Is. I mean, there look is. at the Suns and Thor sports now. No, we're canceling everything on this show. <laughs> we're going to cancel everything so we don't have to do another one. <laughs> okay. That's how... That's how <laughs> we have nothing uh, to talk about. We'll just cancel everything and Kurt won't have to work again. <laughs> Bob, what were you saying? No, I was gonna say that's how Sons and Four happens. Is you get you get a guy in a Suns shirt, pair him up with a guy, get you know, in a what was it the Wizard? Who were they playing against when that happened? The Jazz or some shit? And uh, all the Denver. Denver. Oh, it was, was Denver. Denver. So they, you know, Denver and the guy, that guys don't even know each other, but one's wearing purple, the other's wearing a Denver shirt. Throw some alcohol in there, and then all of a sudden, Sons and Four happens. You know, that wouldn't happen if they're just that's walking true. down the street. So it's, it's an artificial it's conflict that it cr- that it creates. I love sports. Everything's divisive. Yeah. Everything's divisive. This is very true. All right, so let's go to. Uh, I want to touch on John McAfee because uh, no one, we haven't really touched on it. I haven't spoke about it much publicly. But um, for those of you that don't know, uh, I actually had John McAfee on this No Mercy podcast, episode seven, I believe it was, right at the very beginning. Uh, he was one of the people who actually helped jump this podcast off. And it was pretty fucking insane. And I would advise you guys to go back and listen to it. It's a pretty interesting episode. Uh, John McAfee was murdered recently. Uh, They said that he committed suicide. He definitely did not. And I've had a lot of people asking our take on it. And, you know, people said that he's got all the files of the Clintons and it's going to be released. And and I'm not fully buying into all that. Um, I have a very healthy skepticism of anything after 2020. But I will say that for me to believe that McAfee killed himself is almost a 0% chance because when I was recording with him on this podcast, he literally was recording out of a fucking tinfoil room. I saw him on camera, lost the fucking video, of course, because I'm an idiot. But it was literally tinfoil behind him. Him and his wife were in this little tiny space. Um, It was a prison cell. So you're talking about a guy who basically had been living in his own prison for the last seven years, got a tattoo on his arm, with dollar sign whacked on his arm 
because he knew they were going to whack him and posted a t- multiple tweets saying, if I get whacked, I didn't kill myself. So we obviously know he didn't kill himself. I'm wondering if you guys think there was any tie-in to that building collapse in Florida that happened a few weeks ago to McAfee being the timing and location of where it took place and that it looked like a 100% controlled demolition. Even Bill Rupp, who's fucking the most anti-conspiracy person we've ever met, said that looked like a controlled demolition. Whoa. But what's your guys' take on McAfee, and what's your guys' take on that uh, building collapse in Florida from a few weeks ago? Kurt, you want to start? No, I don't think there's any conspiracy with the building. So, I mean, you can what, go with what that about Mac? What about McAfee? Uh, yeah, I'm sure he was killed by someone. Yeah, I mean, I highly doubt he killed himself. But, do but you yeah, think building, he... I don't see any correlation. Do you think he's going to have uh, this cryptocurrency, this NFT that's going to release all these documents and blah, 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 blah? No, that's never going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so either. No. Yeah. Anything you think's going to happen and you want to happen never happens. So right. whatever happens, this, happens, but it won't be what you want to happen. That was like Trump's whole changed. presidency, right? Everyone was waiting for Hillary and all him to take all these people out. Never happens. Not going to happen. Mm. I think I'm going to do a shot of tequila. Yeah, good. All right. So yeah, my I just take looked at it in front of me, and I think I'm going to do it while Bob talks. Yeah, Maybe I'll be able to tolerate his stupid voice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my take was, you know, obviously, I think at this point, uh, we've we've spoken about this enough that that uh, history has not been kind to any type of whistleblower, at least the authentic ones, not the fake ones, like a like a Snowden, where you end up getting interviewed on NBC and uh-huh. and you get a movie made out of you. My general rule of thumb is, if a movie's been made out of you, or if you're portrayed positively, um, you know, in the uh, in the cabalic media, then you're. Ooh, ooh. I like that one. Um, that's a new one. I think that is a new one. I might coin that. Uh, so anyway, if you're portrayed positively NFT. in the yes in the cabalic media, then you are a bad player, a bad actor. Um, John McAfee was was not of that. He was he was not treated fairly. He was portrayed horribly, horribly. in this fucking documentary. Horribly. As one of my favorite things about him was when he like live hacked. Uh, a, it was like he was like live on CNN. And, and, and they said something like, oh, you couldn't hack this site. And, like, they live hacked it on air. I thought that was genius. But right. yeah, he, yeah. he was a pioneer. And, I, and I, I, you know, he was crazy eccentric. But, you know, um, I, I enjoyed him. But, the, you know, I th- so obviously my take is that obviously he didn't kill himself. Um, his, his partner came out and said such, you know, a couple days later. Mm-hmm. I thought the last post of it being Q and then it being erased was also interesting, which sparks a whole another conversation. Why was that the last post? And then why, you know, subsequently later did his, did his account get taken down? And then if, you know, I don't know too much about the correlation between the, the, the building collapse and McAfee, but I can't tell you this. The Oklahoma City bombing, to my knowledge, killed two birds with one stone. Um, there were files. This is just according to uh, certain black ops people that, that were, you know, had inside knowledge of it. So you take this with a grain of salt. Um, supposedly there were there were files linking um, a vaccine that caused cabin fever that was given to the troops in uh, in the, you know in the Gulf War. And uh, so there was a lot of information that would cost a lot of people, you know, billions of dollars. And so they wanted to get rid of those documents. Subsequently, there was also a lot of incriminating evidence on the Clinton ties ties with CIA drug smuggling in Mena, Arkansas. So that building was collapsed, uh, you know, um, for that reason, I believe, which 
looked eerily similar to the type of collapse that you know the building in Florida had. So whether or not it had McAfee's kill switch documents in there or whether it had something else in there, I do think uh, it smells very false flaggity, but I don't know if there's a link between McAfee and that building. Kabbalic media and false flaggity. I like false flaggity. Thank you. Era faggity flaggity. <laughs> false flaggity. False flaggity. False fucking giggity giggity. I'm um, spaghetti. False uh, flaggity. Hey, can I say one thing real quick before I forget? Yeah. And I wanted Please. to ask Bob for the last like month. Please. I noticed, Bob, you stopped using the word liberal. And I got lambasted on one of the episodes for telling everyone liberal doesn't make sense. So what made you change your mind and what made you stop using that word? Um, I agree with you that I think I think the term leftist is much more accurate because I think, you know, there are liberals out there that, you know, are very moderate. I, I considered myself a classic liberal. And in a lot of times when I use the word liberal, it didn't feel right. Like it like this new party is so far left that it needs to be called what it is. If they're going to call me alt-right, let's be realistic. Like, this is what they are. I mean, they are leftists. They are militant. Liberal is not a militant term. Leftist is a militant term. And that's what these people are. So, okay. Kurt, how did you notice that? Because I noticed in his tweets, he kept saying leftist. And I remember be that one episode where I got destroyed and I was called a liberal because I kept saying these people are not liberals by definition. And I was getting crushed. And that's when the song was made and everything. And now Bob stopped using liberal. And now I wanted to know what happened. Well, so, we didn't. We didn't I, I don't think we, we got on to you because of the term. I don't think that's why. I think we just called you a liberal. And then you were like, you know, better terms leftist. I, I didn't disagree with that. I actually, for once, really? listened to you. But, Tommy, to answer your question, the reason why uh, he sees my tweets is because I am one of two people that he actually follows. You follow Bobby? Yeah, I follow Bob. How do you not follow me? But I also How do you follow, not follow Bob on my main account. Kurt, I need followers. I lost my account. I started a new account. Like, it's how are you not following me? to follow you because then I got to hit mute. And then you say, did I see your <laughs> it's, it's just easier if I just don't follow you. <laughs> I don't think I'm following you. By the way, guys, at Tommy G Returns. Oh, there Tommy we go. G Returns on Instagram and Twitter. I don't know if I said it in the opening, but um, I'm going to now. Um, make sure you follow my account, not these two guys. Uh, don't follow them. Just follow me. Uh, I'm back on almost at 9,000 followers. I got to get this thing up. I, I need to drop a thread now that we're doing pods again just to get this thing up over Bobby. Yeah, I uh, can't have Bobby so, higher than me. Kurt, That's here's okay. something very interesting. Now that I have an official like media email account, I can apply for a blue check mark. Now, imagine this. Imagine a scenario oh in God. which I have I more followers than I Tom and a blue check mark, Kurt. So, Tom, do we uh, notice Bob now in corporate and now wants a blue check mark? Do we I know. Listen, now, Bob? now I am going to go the full. Thing. Oh, I got oh, I got good. even better. I got one even better before you talk. You're before a you tour. I got invited. <laughs> definitely a sigh. I got invited oh. to a masquerade ball last week. Oh my god, like, dude! Like, you're so cabal. Uh, you're so cabal. Like eyes wide shut masquerade. You're just a walking Bob, false flaggity. Like frats. <laughs> yeah, you're probably fucking. Dude, I was so scared when I got shirt. that. I didn't reply. I swear so to who God. Who texted to you? I don't, it was a number I didn't recognize. Some, Did you call I, it? No, oh, I, you don't call those numbers, dude. Call them You're live Kabbalic. on the air. Tom, get the number right now. 
Let's call right now. Let's call right now. I'll call right now. I have two phones. I have two phones. Let me have a couple more paychecks clear first before we start experimenting with that. Dude, we're going to change your name to Kebab. Kebab! That's funny. False faggoty. One of the other. <laughs> I love false. Uh, so no, and then, <laughs> and I've already had a, a threat. Uh, somebody called in the ra- the station to have me fired. Like it was a oh, buddy. Right? Of, oh, yeah, dude. Here's how stupid this guy is, and it's the same guy that was stalking me last summer. He, right, he fucking he fucking <laughs> no, yeah. He calls the station and and he's like, uh, 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 you should uh fire this sideshow bob guy check out his twitter account he's a conspiracy theorist and uh, i don't think he would reflect kindly on your uh, on your station so i i think you should i don't think he should be employed but and like he, he like went on and on and so they call me in they they call me in and, and they uh you know they're like hey we want you to listen to this and i'm like oh shit but they're laughing the whole time and they play me the the video and they were like, yeah, you got the first complaint for the show. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, I said, well, you're not famous unless you got somebody, you know, complaining. And uh, they were like, yeah, it's weird because of 607 area code, which is New York. And uh, it turns out it was an old buddy of mine. So, uh, you know, I called him up. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on, dude? Uh, why are you messing with my money? You know, why are you messing with my money? And that's what this pisses me off. False faggoty. Yeah, that's what pisses me off, dude. Like messing with my money. That, that just What's gets so, beef. Why does he hate you? Dude, I haven't talked to him in six years, man. This is what I'm saying. This is a leftist curse. Ideological subversion. It gets so deep that they start to hate people. And I guarantee you, Bob, that if it's anything close to what who I've been attacked by, the and I don't even want to call them pieces of shit because most of the darkest attacks on me came from people who I truly helped and liked and gave opportunities and brought on podcasts and spotlighted in the discord and fucking was nice to that they just turned you know most of them were from within because they just fucking turned for whatever reason but it's usually people that you did a lot for when they were first started i, I don't know the answer oh, to dude, this but uh, i would be willing to wager uh, i swear to god yeah. i don't know this I'm, i'd be willing to wager that you were really good to this kid at some point and now he's turned on dude, you. i mean you you hit the nail on the head because you know he comes down to memphis he didn't know anybody and then i took him under my wing i introduced him to all my friends i took him to parties where he met his girlfriend we went on road trips together i foot the bill most of the time like dude i was so nice to this kid and that's, that's why, why I, your credit score is fucked up yeah. for buying this kid so many dinners <laughs> yeah dude so what it, did he say when you confronted him oh do you think he answered the phone Oh, no, no, they're fucking fucking pussies, no, all of them. He didn't answer the phone. Bro, we opened the fucking, we opened the, and by the way, you guys probably said it at the beginning of the show, 4deepbets.com, um, we're doing a live streams and voice chats and everything. Um, I have uh, opened it up for free for this week just because there's really no sports in the first three or four days of the week, so I wanted to give everyone a chance to check it out. So what do we know, Bob? Last night, we're doing a fucking all-star game thing in the voice chat. In comes fucking quasi homo. Remember fucking Quasimodo and all these fucking just jerk off troll. Like these people, it's just like, bro, go fucking kill yourself. Like, get out of here. It's insane. Just leave, bro. You're not affecting me anymore. You can't hurt me. Like, just go away. You're just pathetic. You're still here. Like, just fucking. Like, these people are such fucking losers. Like, this kid was stalking you for what, a year? Dude. Here's the other thing like, about just it. He fucking was fucking 
killed. Just was, go away. He was asking me about you obscure shit. Leave. He was asking me about obscure shit from our episodes, like in, in like when he would create these fake accounts oh. and ask me like, "Why'd you say this on episode thirty-seven? This means this dude listens to every ep. By the way, thank you for listening to every episode. I yeah, appreciate that. You psychopath. Supporters. I hope you're listening to this one too, because I'm not done with you yet. Um, we ain't done with you, son. So, you know, this dude li- psychotically listens to every episode, follows my Twitter account, follows your account. Fo- probably doesn't follow Kurt. Good, bring him. Definitely bring doesn't him. follow Kurt. I got nothing to lose anymore. They already got all my handles. Let's go. And the, the obsessive nature of this and the fact that he's doing it like during business hours, you know, like he's at work doing this on his, co- you know, on his company's time and money and paycheck to to try and stalk me and he was getting this sadistic pleasure out of me not knowing who it was which i he didn't realize i didn't give a crap but now i know who it is uh it's so much fun isn't it when the tables turn like that game on brother happen game on Uh, it's so much fun so much fun when those fucking tables turn especially when you have nothing to lose anymore because your station already has been through your twitter you're at a job that's paying you well, giving you health insurance. You're meeting celebrities, hanging out with Larry Brown and Anthony Hardaway. And your co-host has your back. You know, you, you got all of us over here in case anything did go down. over. But no, you're bulletproof. Right. And that's the beauty of it right now. Like, I'm bulletproof now. Like, I was at risk when I had 250,000 followers and a check mark and 150,000 on Instagram. Once you take all that from me and then all my payment processors got banned and all the shit we went through at four... I got nothing to fucking... What, are you going to take my 9,000-person fucking Tommy G Returns account? Have it, bro. Like, I don't fucking care. Right. Like, you know, so so there is something that is freeing with getting canceled and wiped out that you just literally don't give a fuck. Like, they could take anything from me. You know, the most dangerous creation of society is a man with nothing to lose. Yeah, right? I think so, that's great, man. And, you know, like you said, the important thing is that the people that are closest to you have your back. Like, I know you guys have my back, and my current employers have my back. The, the fact that they were laughing about it yeah. really really gave me comfort. They're, you know, they're like, you know, don't worry about it. Obviously, we vetted your social media before hiring right. you. We're a media We already company. knew you were a psycho. <laughs> yeah, we knew you were a psycho. That's why we called you. And that's when you become bulletproof. And that's what I would advise to everyone out there who, I mean, it's it's the toughest thing you can do. I've done it multiple times, walked away from companies. I still got the people at my old company talking shit. And I'm like, they're, I don't care. They're doing podcasts on me. They're like, you're fucking lying. You're wrong. And I don't fucking care. You know, the fact that you're still focused on me just shows, you know, fucking winners focus on winning. Losers focus on winners. Like, that's yeah. how I live my life. So fucking peace. If You know, if that's what it is, that's what it is. But, you know, and I got no problem with them. I had no problem with them at all. I still, I mean, I don't like them anymore because they're assholes now, but I still have no problem with them personally. We had no problem personally. If you hate me, then I just, you know, I'm indifferent towards you. But there is something freeing guys out there. Those of you who fucking work in these corporate jobs and, you know, still have to kind of hide who you are and what you represent, you know, can't say you're a Trump supporter or can't say you believe in aliens or whatever the fuck it is, the freedom, and Bobby's going through it right now, the freedom that comes with either owning your own business or working at a business who knows all your skeletons and all your bones and accepts you and loves you for who you are, there's no price you could put on it. There's literally no price you could put on it because when you really think about the money, and we'll get to Stephen A. Smith right now, but when you really think about the money that comes with working for ESPN or any of these big things, it's not worth it 
if you can't be yourself and you got to live your whole life looking over your shoulder and being someone else, you're seeing it with Rachel Nichols and her racist shit came out. Stephen A. Smith just yesterday shit on Otani for needing a translator. Dude's making like fucking tens of millions of dollars a year. And now he's begging on a fucking show all morning. Please, please don't cancel me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like who do, I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Yes. And it's I'd rather make I took a gigantic pay cut by walking away from my old company and fighting the fight that we fought all summer and you know made some mistakes a lot of things i did wrong a lot of things we did right a lot of impact we made positively and a lot of predictions and things that went sideways negatively but all in all i'm glad i did it because it put me in a bulletproof mindset now where i don't give a fuck and bob you went through it this summer where we got attacked by a lot of people and it affected us and it bothered us and we tried not to show it but now you can't hurt us it's it's we're bulletproof now no, and that's what and, I advise and, all of you yeah. to do, too. And I think that's the big difference, like you said, is like, you know, you can't bow to the mob. You know, you can't bow no. to them. And then you see like, even your own mob become. Yes. Become your even own your mob. own mob. Because guess what? My own mob on the Gilded and all these fucking, you know, Q people that are oh, Tommy's a psyop. Tommy's a traitor. <laughs> like, I don't care about you anymore. I literally do, like there's nothing I care less about than someone who's trying. Do you know what the new rumor is going on? So there was a rumor that I was married. We talked about that. And there's been rumors about me about everything. The new rumor, Kurt, is that the police chief, Thomas Galati in, in New York, you know that when you Google Thomas Galati, he comes up, is actually our father. And that I, uh, yeah, he's my dad. And that I am actually just a honeypot for the NYPD <laughs> to masquerade as a fucking pro-Trump person so that people can open up to me and write shit so that they know who to ban and who to shut down. Meanwhile, like me and Kurt's dad left when we were fucking 12, and he last we heard, he had a fucking pastrami sandwich stand in Florida. So, trust me, he's not the head of the fucking NYPD or does, whatever uh, it is. Does this guy look like you? I mean, he's a fucking if Italian with a like mustache. You, I'm with him. I mean, maybe he is my father. I hope he is. Kurt's, I gonna, Kurt's like the most I might be biting on this one. Person. I'm about 80% here. <laughs> okay, Kurt, what percentage I mean, if he looks you? like me, he looks like you, Kurt. Does Kurt, he? Oh, shit. I mean, I look like you. Let me Google this. What do you do? You just Google your name? Just Google Thomas Galati. Yeah, he looks like every other fucking Italian. I mean, he's got a little pointier face than we do, but I mean, I can. I guess. He looks like fucking... Hey, Kurt, like Kurt fucking... what percent are you right now that, that Thomas Galati, the, the police chief, is, is actually your, you and Tommy's dad, and that Tommy... Maybe he fucked mom. Yeah. Uh, I was Maybe 80, I've... but now after seeing the picture, I'm a good 98%. <laughs> this definitely works. <laughs> he looks like us a little bit. Kurt's like, yeah, Dad? <laughs> I started oh. this rumor. <laughs> I like it. All right, yeah, I'm in on that one. I'm out on flats, but all in on this. <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, Kurt, there was two years of your life, the two years of my life that you didn't know me, so oh, you don't know what I was doing. Two. Well, no, the first two, Kurt, before you were born. Oh, I thought but you were saying blacked out when. Okay, no, no, so I'm saying, saying like you don't know where I, you don't know where um, I came from. The the bank robbery was a front for your like, right. CIA training. That was my training. Wow. Yes. You know how they we talked about how, uh, who was it, Kobe or one of those guys like broke their ankle and then all of a sudden they came back and they had like magical powers. Wow. Uh, we talk about a lot of these athletes that happened with Zion, you know, where they all disappear for like a half a year to a year and then they come back with whimsical powers. That was me. So it was all a front. It was all a psyop. And uh, Kurt, I've been an undercover spy the whole time. Under I like it. I mean, that's the, right, cool. that's the old myth with the, with the original soldier sold to the devil, Jack Johnson, the blues player, which is down here in Memphis, with that he, he left 
came back a couple months later. Like he like the rumor was that he couldn't play. And he left, and, and he came back, and all of a sudden he was this amazing blues player, and he told everybody that he went to the crossroads and sold a soul of the devil. So, I mean, you see that a lot. Hey, even my boy Matthew Wolf, the golfer, who was uh, going through a, a rough yeah. stretch, didn't he, didn't he get – he broke something, yep. he got injured, and he was out for two months. He came back, and he almost won that tournament. Yep, Zion Williamson. They all disappear for a little while. Wow. They all disappear. They all have a serious injury that puts them out for about six months to a year, and then they come back just fucking being absolute. But do you monsters. think it's them that comes back, or is it their clone? Well, it may be a clone. It may be oh. you know, fucking who knows? Yeah, who knows? I like Kurt? that theory way better. Let's rock with the clones. Let's rock yeah. with the fucking clones. Lady Gaga is looking like a motherfucking clone lately. You seen that bitch? She's like fucking doesn't even look remotely close to herself, and now Billie Eilish is like a fucking preppy girl with you know, quadruple D's. So I guess they finally finished the whole sex conversion of her and can start unveiling this fucking like D cup body that she's running around with now. So she's a clone. Lisa, Lisa, Re what's her name? What's that girl's name? Lisa Rennie, Re whatever. Leah, Leah Rimini? Not Leah Re No, 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 no. The, the, the housewife girl. Oh, I don't know. Reams, Reams, Rhymes, Linda, Lisa, Rhymes. Okay. Come on. Whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> none of you none of you none of you no. not a bite not a fuck no. i'm throwing a, no no one's gonna throw me a raft here no. i don't watch that show i have no idea oh my god i can't throw you a raft if i don't have one. <laughs> oh my god hold on let me see linda reams linda rhymes I, I think while you're doing that i think lady gaga's on like clone four i think she's yeah, on like she's, she's, she's in britney level lisa lisa something God, there's you know there's so many listeners out there screaming. Oh, at they're right yelling now. at uh, yeah, I'm sure there's thousands. Uh, yeah, let's just right keep now. dragging it. They're like, come on, it's Lisa Arena. Um, yeah, that's her, Lisa Arena. Lisa. Oh wow, Rina. I just needed to scream it. I just needed to scream it, and then it, it came out. See, stop thinking. So Lisa Arena's got a dick. She posted a video of her dancing in sweatpants with her dick fucking swapping around. Oh, she got a um, she got a Michael a big Mike dong. Oh, she got a hammer, dude. She got a serious hammer. Yeah. Um. Like, the blatant, like, she was obviously drugged up, like, on adrenochrome or some shit, because she was all like, eh, you know, when they get that weird, like, reptile face, like, and they do weird dance moves, but, uh. Why yeah, didn't we lead yeah, with that? Uh, because, uh, <laughs> 2027 was way cooler. I mean, how many times yeah. can you talk about people with big hammers? That's true. Yeah. I mean, Kurt had to grow up with one, not having one himself with a person with big hammers. So we calling Uncle Danny. No, we got to get through some topics. Real quick, though. I mean, how many times have we been proven right about these celebrities? How insane. Did like, we finish the wedding? The LeBron, the LeBron James tweet. I mean, like, dude, like, how many times do we have to be right about them being right. in secret cults? I like how you say that. Right. Right. Right, right, right. Plus the rhymes. LeBron? You we posted the Drake lyrics. About. What does that mean? Uh, you didn't see that? About I don't the, follow LeBron. I have no idea. About the I follow Nick Hinton and oh, went, Secret Society owning him. No. Uh, let me see. Let me find the tweet. Keep talking, Bob. Just fill air. No, Pretend what I'm saying is, like, you know, this is the year of the celebrity exposing themselves for being, you know, everything that we've talked about, like with the Lil Nas X exposing himself, uh, the oh Doja God, Cat, uh, Doja Cat, like posting the most Masonic imagery I've ever seen on her Instagram. You know, LeBron tweeting out a Drake lyric talking about secret societies. Um, you know, it's just it, it's all over the place. Here it is. All right. Let's see. Here's the LeBron. So it's from June 22nd. Let's do this. I'm going to put it in my story here. Done. All right. 
I'm going to read it to you right now, Kurt. So this was after LeBron got knocked out of the playoffs. Dude, this is a perfect segue, too, because this dovetails in the, the Suns, which I want to talk about for a second. LeBron's tweet was, never thought, I'd be taken from, never thought I'd be taken from this perspective, but I'm not really sure what else you expected. When the higher-ups have all come together as a collective with conspiracies to end my run and send me a message, Owl King. So that tweet, obviously, is his way of saying... Uh, my run is over. The fucking cabal has wiped me out. They don't care about me anymore. And it's everyone's like, oh, because well, it's Drake lyrics that it's it's not. You're reading too much into it. Now. Well, that's an even worse situation because fucking Drake is the biggest Illuminati fucking cabal fuck puppet out there. That dude's asshole has been mowed by the fucking cabal <laughs> more than my fucking lawn outside. So that's the real all eye right there. brown eye the uh so my whole thing is that like lebron is saying dude my run's over like it's done like now i'm social justice guy but they're fucking taking it from me and they're gonna hand it off to fucking devin booker and fucking chris paul and the fucking phoenix suns and i think the phoenix suns are about to fucking win the nba championship i posted a month ago saying the phoenix suns put your entire fucking life savings on it the Phoenix Suns are winning the championship because they have so many cabal ties, just like every other fucking team that's been winning out there. Bobby, you called Baylor with mm-hmm. the Elgin Baylor sacrifice uh, that you said the Baylor's winning the championship. We talked about the Bucks and Larry Johnson called Tom Brady and fucking Gronk and Antonio Brown being the goat head things from the beginning of the year called that. We're seeing teams that nonstop fucking miracle teams winning championships from Tampa Bay a lot too. But the Lightning are winning all the time. The Suns are in the finals. The Devil Rays came in there. So we're seeing a lot of these teams go. But I tweeted to put your entire life savings on the Phoenix Suns. Uh, LeBron tweeted, that's what tipped me off, that he's saying the run is over, it's time to pass the torch, and they're fucking pushing me out against his will so that now they're not going to just feed him championships and feed him titles. And Devin Booker is the new one. And Kurt, you probably have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about or why it would be Devin Booker. Hold on, what? No, sorry. <laughs> no, I had to turn it down because my dog's making noises. Uh, are um, we not going to address that you fucked up the recording? Oh no. my god, I love it. Like, like we're I, trying to just keep we, it are moving. We're just going to act like this didn't happen all over again, proving well, I mean, yet again so, that you fucked up the recording. So I may or may not, my fucking machine may have died again so there. But I was to trying to pick up my point of view of why no, this I was is picking, such a task. I was picking up from right where it got cut off and just moving yeah, like a professional. I, I noticed when Bob messed it up earlier, you didn't move right on yeah. from where it messed up. You kind of pointed uh, what it What do you out mean, Bob? What do you mean, Bob? You're taking his side now? Well, I didn't really think about it because I'm so just ready to get this thing going that I didn't realize <laughs> that you completely glossed over... The, we we never gloss over mess ups unless you do them. Then you're like, all right, let's just pick up, <laughs> let's just pick up at this exact spot, and I'll just act like that. Uh, I'll just blow. Yeah, I mean, but what's wrong with that? Well, that's what professionals do. I'm glad Kurt picked that up. Thank you, Kurt. Well, yeah. So I, as you stated, I'm the reason all this doesn't get recorded. Yet you three were the last. You two were the last three to cancel the last three episodes, and you fucked up this episode two times. We're now in the sixth hour of recording this episode, and we're not even close to being done. 
So this you're is done. why I hate recording this because it's such a shit show and it takes. Well, the guess whole what? Day. You were supposed to be the producer. You were supposed to get the technology. I am not a you were supposed to have the producer. I don't have. You the declared yourself the producer. You just assigned me like president of the United States. You and chose it. Me to just clean everything up. I well, don't know did what that I'm with doing. Trump. Yeah. Bob, find the tweet when Kurt sent out that he's now taking yes, the reins but, of No Mercy. Yes, but it lasted producer, a week. No, again, you're missing the point. We're going right back to that other episode where you missed the point. Producer, as far as getting you to move along and what topics to go over. Technology. I don't need wise, that. I, I need know. someone to fucking make sure the recordings work. I can't control you fucking up every recording. I can't well, control wait, well, dude, Bob's internet. I'm the biggest fucking idiot here. We yes. all know that. Yes. And I'm the oldest, too. So I know nothing about technology. I'm literally recording off a goddamn cell phone and a thing I don't know how to use. Bobby's fucking stoned out of his ass 24 hours a day. He doesn't even know what fucking city he's in. And you don't give a fuck <laughs> yes, about the people. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That proves my point that this isn't just turn on the mics. You record an hour and well, a half but and Kurt, about your life. But it's, if you, but me and Bobby love. comes this. But me and Bobby love the fucking people. So we're willing to do it and fight yes. through it until we oh. figure it out. You keep quitting I on the people. I think the people would understand what I'm saying as they probably no. have full-time jobs and families. And they could understand to devote no. six hours for just complete mayhem. Just, no. it's just the one thing I've mayhem. learned, and Kurt doesn't experience this because he has no followers or no friends, is that it doesn't matter if they have a wife and kids. They yearn. For the No Mercy podcast, in a way that they mm -hmm. don't care if we what, what our lives. And then they do, right. they do. But above all else, they want a podcast, and so we deliver. We want to deliver. Kurt just is indifferent. Yeah, about but then whether sometimes we, we waste our time. Like the Mortal Kombat episode never even came out. Well, maybe <laughs> we release well, that. Fault. Maybe we release that as a bonus. As a bonus. <laughs> Kurt, Season we didn't four. choose this life. This life chose us. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. We we live such different lives that it's so hard for me to adapt to a life of mayhem to record well, this. Kurt, that's what you want to be fucking famous. Then no, this I is don't. what happens. What? You're fucking the bod. I think I told you a Twitter. million times I want to be in the background and not be famous at all. No, you spend more time no. than <laughs> you spend more time in the quote unquote mirror than me and Tommy do preparing. Yeah, okay. pre no, preparing yeah. your little bits and your little wrestling. Yeah, you have pre-prepared fucking openings okay, yeah. and your fucking oh, okay. Twitter. You have, my Twitter's fire. You were willing to fix a co-host of the year Bro. award. Yeah. And rig it against your own family just to fucking get that spot. Here's what else Kurt does. I can tell even worse than Tommy when Kurt is in. I'm gonna use this on the podcast text mode where <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Where it's like I could tell by the way Kurt's texting right now because he's using more than three <coughs> three words to text with me that he wants to put this on the pod. So I will wrestle with him via text message so that we can discuss it on the podcast. I don't know. Kurt's, I don't even know what that means. What I'm, I'm trying to say is I, is I could Kurt's tell, I could tell when you're communicating with me so that we can use it on future podcasts. When you're baiting us, when you're trapping yep. us in the conversations. No, I don't do that. No, you yes, did you that do. with, um, you did that with me not wanting to learn like EDM music and you did it with a couple other things. You wanted He's to trap me. I'm yeah, held hostage on this show. Oh God, here we go. Good. Good. He said good. <laughs> he said I don't fucking care. <laughs> I am held hostage on social media 
Where everything I fucking tweet, I get a fucking comment saying, when's the next No Mercy? So good. Yeah, yeah. You fucking... All right, so from now on, everyone, do not comment when's the next No Mercy. Of comment course they're going to they're they're do it more now. Shit together and make it fucking organized so sane people can be on the show without losing their minds. I got an idea. How about one of you fucking idiots out there listening who knows how to produce and shit, come and fucking produce our damn show. We have Lewis, who's That's amazing. Fair. We have Lewis, who's amazing. Uh, but I don't want to fucking burden him with this. So if any of you really want this episode out yes. all the time, we will fucking allow you put everything together, do everything, because we'll never burden anyone on our staff with that. And you're doing it for free if you want it so fucking bad. And you make it so that I don't have to do anything except talking to a microphone. Because if I could do that, that'd be great. I go on Cash Daddies all the fucking time. I flip the mic on. We fucking talk. We shut it off. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I on get on here too. with you two idiots, and I got to be the fucking... Producer, I'm a fucking retard. Yeah, I agree with that last statement. Imagine <laughs> putting me in charge of anything. No. Of anything. No. A company. You know. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know. You have to insulate me with competent people, and I'm the most competent person of the three of us. That's a problem. <laughs> fucking uh, one kid who doesn't even like our own fans, and another no. kid who's stoned all day. You guys uh, are anyway. like leftists trying to push this narrative that I'm against the fans for some reason. You're trying oh, to brainwash it. them the same way where you're telling Listen. them Cuba's okay. uh, only over COVID, not freedom. Let me Let me ask you this, and then I'll let Tommy chime in. If Kurt, you say give it us enough, one. Start believing it. No, give us Kurt one. One. I don't. Argument. I think I've made it pretty clear. I don't hate the people. I hate you two fucktards that can't get your shit together. Give us. And one, we are for the people, so you hate the people by the transit. One argument. <laughs> one argument that supports the fact that you care about the fans. One argument. What is what? it? One debate point. No, I want you to give me one debate point that proves <laughs> that you oh, care. About I mean, that's the pretty simple. I'm fucking here tolerating a seven-hour podcast that's only going to now it's seven. That, ladies hour. and gentlemen, Dude, Kurt, it's the three word. hours. Tolerate. He said tolerate. Time out. Yeah, tolerate. But time out. First of all, how is it seven hours now, Bob? It's six o'clock. When is we this started podcast going to end? We were supposed to start it at 2.30. o'clock at night, right? We started it at three because stupid fucking didn't exactly. show up on all time. All that counts to where I'm sitting here waiting for What's you to three hours? Well, you, no one told you to. You said you wanted to sit on the pre-show, and I was like, Bobby ain't going to be here. Well, can we count the 12 because hours that Kurt didn't do it because his dog broke his leg? Let's count that. Oh, how about we count the fucking... bring my dog into this? Well, yeah, if you're going to bring my, my job into it, I was... His dog's on his I lap. I didn't bring he your job us. into it. Yeah, you're like, oh, this dumb fuck was late. I mean, I couldn't get off work. That was Tom that said that. I expected that. No, you just said so, it, too. So it's no. been three hours. All right, three hours. Big deal. And we've had 17 technical glitches. It's our first show back in a long time. We didn't even remember what recording device I'm a little cranky right now. Oh, my God. I hate you both. Can we just get to this? Kurt, do you understand why I think the Suns are going to win the championship? Yes, because you know the Kabbalah's no. dating a Jenner. And yeah, but you weren't supposed to say you knew that because we just lost that in the recording, Kurt. And you said, "Oh, I didn't know that." So you're supposed to. We lost eight seconds of recording. Okay, All you had so to do. What's your percentage on, on you Hold believe on. it's an Illuminati win? A hundred percent. But God. Kurt, I literally <laughs> we only lost about twenty seconds of talk time, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to ask you again." That's the one part that we're going to fucking role play back to just roll into, and you just fucked it up. We're role playing something. Yeah, you're supposed to pretend. They didn't hear you say, holy shit, he's dating a Kardashian? And shocked and believing oh, it. So you so want said, this because right, you, you blew our minds? You want us to redo it? Yeah, I want oh. your reaction right, let's again. Do it again. Let's do it again. All right, so now go back. Take three. 
All right. So now, Kurt, you're going to pretend like you, you didn't know, like, because you didn't initially. Right. Kurt, do, do you have any idea why, why Devin Booker ties to my cabal theory? Why? Because he's dating a Kardashian. You fucking kidding me? What? Wow. What? Great enthusiasm. This is just mind-blowing stuff. Wait, which Kardashian? One of the Jenners. I don't know which oh. one it is. One of the little ones, Kylie or Kaylee or whatever. But so you have Devin Booker. Kurt, you're horrible at this. Is Kim so still you had fair Devin, game? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Is she fucking anyone, Kurt? Who? Kim Kardashian. Oh no! Yes, I, and it was exactly what I said. Didn't I say it was going to be an older Lenny black Kravitz? man? I said Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> yeah. It's some old black guy, some CNN or something correspondent. That's like oh, fifty-five that years old. It's exactly what All I said. Right. Well, I mean, it's not exactly Lenny Kravitz. It's similar. No, <laughs> that's like said... as similar as uh, Bob. That's as similar as fucking Terry Crews and fucking who was the other one? Oh, uh, oh shit, dude. No, yeah, Terry. <laughs> remember Kurt that wanted wanted coronavirus draft points because a black guy got COVID. I didn't want it. Bob gave it to me out of nowhere. You said it was like the same no? thing. Oh, it was... it was that British black guy. The British oh, black yeah, guy yeah, that's yeah, friends with Oprah and yeah. Terry Crews. Even just like Terry Crews is the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking racist. I mean, it would be like the if The Rock or that other dude. Uh, Vin Diesel. That was it. Vin Diesel. Well, no, like, that would the same be the same. That would actually be the same they're thing. They're the same person. Right. Like, you know, that that would be. This okay. this would be like fucking uh, Cindy Lauper and Billie Eilish saying they're the same thing because yeah. they both sing. No. But uh, anyway, Kurt, so here's the ties to the Suns. Uh, and then you could ask your percentage question. I think you were just about to ask. Um, Devin Booker dating a fucking Kardashian. You have Chris Paul, who's obviously Dwayne Wade Light, where he's supposed to be the next Illuminati puppet that takes over and pushes the social justice issues. Been underrated, and no one's talked about him his whole career as far as being elite elite. He's always been overshadowed by the superstars. And now he's finally going to get his championship, which they need, so that they could put him on the side by LeBron to push the social issues, so they have to do that. They have a black coach, and their logo is a flaming ball of fire. So I'm all in. A month ago, I sent the tweet saying, bet your entire life savings on the Suns to win the championship when I didn't think they were going to win the championship. Uh, I just did it because of the conspiracy thing, and we loaded up on it. We double max bet it, 10 units, which is two times our max bet number, strictly on conspiracy. And what do you know? I get a text, a tweet after game two, saying that Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, P.J. Tucker, and uh, one other big player combined shot two free throws. I'm like, yeah, because they're cheating for the Suns. So the Suns are going to win the championship. Another Illuminati pick. And I think the Patriots are my Illuminati pick, which I mentioned two months ago for the football season because I think Belichick turned on Trump, wouldn't go to the White House. Brady won the championship. Him losing and being embarrassed and turning down Trump was his kind of sacrifice to the cabal. And now they're going to pay him off this year and get him a chip at like 35 to 1 odds. Kurt, that's um, where you act surprised. Yeah. Oh, oh, kidding me. So what's your percentage <laughs> that you think it's an Illuminati win? Not 95. a win. Everyone knows the Suns are going to win. An Illuminati win. Well, I mean, it's only 2-1 the series, but 95. Wow, probably going to win. And I said this a month ago, keep in mind. I didn't say this like a week ago. Um, 95%. All right. Bob? No, I mean, it, it, like I said, it checks the boxes, uh, you know, 
even like the mascot names with the sun and uh, you also have Tampa Bay Lightning with the lightning bolt. You know, we talked about Matthew Wolf with the Gatorade, the Bolt 33 campaign. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of correlations between lightning bolts and, you know, the occult uh, Jupiter. It's a year of Jupiter. So, um, yeah, I think I think that that I'll, I'll go 99 percent. How's that sound? Oh, Just based you're on higher that. than Tom. <laughs> Dude, I'm a great salesman. I'm doing another yeah. shout out to Keeler. I think I think LeBron wants his boule reparations back, and I don't think they're going to give it to him. And I think they need Chris Paul. They need him to win a championship to be a god, so that he could push these social issues because he's is going Paul down. The same I mean, it's like, I, like oh, Paul is best friends with LeBron. Well, here's my question: What? What? I know Chris Paul's kid was big in the media. Now, did they do anything like stupid with him, like dress him in like a fucking skirt? Or well, something? I think that's what it'll come afterwards. Oh. So I think you're either going to see a big death, a, a child turn, or something. But I have Larry Johnson coming on, like I said, uh, next week, I believe, maybe even this week. Uh, and we're going to talk about that with Larry. But I'm confident, dude. I saw it happening with Dwayne Wade at the end of his career. Nice guy, hustler, good guy. Never got in the middle of the fucking political shit or any of that. Just kind of laid low, was best friends with LeBron. All of a sudden... He starts being pushing the political agenda, pushing the agenda, the anti-fucking male, fucking beta bullshit agenda. Son's dressing in drag. He's hosting NBA shows. He's hosting the Black Cube TV show now, right. like of all things. He's hosting a show called The Cube. Um, and you, you just see it now. It's obvious. And I see the same progression going with Paul, who's been quiet on most of this shit, starting to speak up the last couple years. And this is the crowning. Thank you, Chris. Here you go. Now you can run out and be the face of the fucking... Uh, Social Justice Warriors. I want to play a song for you, Kurt, and uh, then you tell me um, what you think of it, because I know you haven't heard it yet. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me what you think of this. For those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny, just this once, you're correct. Convert your children Happens bit by bit Quietly and subtly And you will barely notice it Just like you worried They'll change their group of friends You won't approve of where they go at night To protest Oh, and you'll be disgusted When they start finding things online That you've kept far from their sight like information guess what you'll still be all right we'll convert your children yes we will reaching one and all those of you out there who are still working and now i want you to also picture the two biggest fags you've ever seen in your life <laughs> from doing that in the two gayest outfits you've ever seen from the fucking san francisco gay cocksucking so, choir who put this out the, the San Francisco gay choir or something who has like fucking nine pedophiles in it registered. Right. So, so we have yeah, two I, things I, here. Yeah. So there's two options, right? It's either just trolling, which is the most likely scenario. They well, they had to pull it down and everything and apologize, supposedly. Yeah, because, I mean, if you want to go viral, that's the easiest way, right? Troll the right. Have no, they've been viral. Either. They've done a lot of songs like this. Okay, what if yeah, we did this, Kurt? What if go viral. What if we were trolling because everybody calls us Nazis and we make a song called We'll convert your kids. They'll all become Nazis. 
Like, we will no, fuck I, your children. No, no, no. I specifically said that you you go viral by trolling the right because they all go crazy and start posting it. So I we will cut your kids' dicks off. Right winger, right? No, the, but I mean, you, you can't, know how but, memes work. Memes work because yeah. the left doesn't understand them, and the and the left takes it seriously. That's why the right was so good at memeing. So if we made a troll about, well, they already call us Nazis, we might as well make a, a music video about it. You know, joking that we're Nazis, and then they share it a hundred million times. So, you know, the troll would not work if we did something like that. So why should it work in their favor in this situation? And the other thing about it is even if they're trolling, they've made like 100 songs like this. Um, even if they're trolling with it, it's still trying to push that message out. Yeah, it's so still that was, getting that out there. Thing. So it's either two things, right? It's either trolling or it's that whole thing where they have to put it out there to, to do. What is that? The whole saying, you have to show what they're doing. Otherwise, the hiding in plain sight. What's up? Uh, the part of the Satanism where you have right. to, you know, show your, yeah, you have to yeah, show like the shit you're doing for a, car, for a karmic balance. Yeah. Right. 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 So, I mean, it's one of those. I would lean it's just trolling to try to go viral and get the Kurt, it's the out. San Francisco gay choir. Like, Kurt, I mean, I could like see it if it was Will Ferrell or something. Like 40 yeah. but you gotta people remember, had to coordinate. 40. You got to remember the people on the left are bulletproof, right? So like nothing's right. going to happen. No, nothing. Doing no. This. So they, they just got more say, popular. Let's just do the craziest thing. Go viral. Get our name out there. Worst thing that happens is they take it off social media, but nothing's going to happen to us. We're not going to get canceled. Nothing. Nothing. So, I mean, they yeah. have nothing to lose when they do stuff like this. Have you guys noticed? I, I tr I'm trying to bring the word faggot back. Have you guys no. caught on to that? I caught it. Yeah, I caught it for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's it's been somewhat intentional, so but wait, I'm on a mission. So what is your stance on this? What do you think of this? Um, I think it's blatant just fucking subversion. That's all it is. It's just more fucking brainwashing. And the more controversial it gets, the more viral it goes, and the more people see it, right? So the controversy around it is what brought it in front of my eyes and what will bring it in front of Like, it's... What do you want to do if you want to push your message? It's the same shit that when Lil Nas X came out with his troll video of him getting sodomized by the devil. And, you know, like my bisexual buddy was like, you just don't get it. It's a deeper meaning. What he's showing is, you know, this is the person you want me to be. So, you know, I'm just, you right. know, it's a joke and, and a slap in the face to all the Christians that, you know, right. have been calling me all these names. And they're saying the same thing with this video. But I, what I'm trying to say is this is a bad look, man. Like, this is a yeah. very bad look. And I'm surprised that not one person in that entire fucking choir didn't stand up and say, listen, guys, even this, if this is a troll, this is not going to look good. This is not going to look good. I mean, dude, the Will, Farrell, the Will Farrell skit about with the kids in cages was a troll and a joke. Like, and most of this shit is. That's what they do. They hide it uh, in humor. Yeah. And part of the reason why I was telling you that, that I'm trying to bring faggot back, because I already successfully brought retarded back. Um, I'll take full credit for that. Uh, I feel over the last year and a half, that's been all me. And I'm on a crusade to bring my favorite words back, like words that I loved that people are saying I can't say because it's offending people because I feel like like the N-word I'll never bring in because that's got real dark connotations. Well, can we at connotations. least bring back the word black guy? Because now it's like we have to say POC. Like that no, 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 like I say black. I say everything. Yeah, but you, and, like, and like, what I've noticed. Say, like POC What's sounds POC? like POC is person of color. That's what they say. No, man. fuck out of here, bro. Black guys. God, it's black dude. guys. It's black guys. Listen, I'll give you the N word. I ain't going near that, but I'm fucking saying black guy and whatever the fuck else I want. You can suck my dick. Yeah. But 
Um, uh, what I realized was, so my two favorite words in the English language are faggot and retarded. Mm. Okay. I feel like they're extremely powerful. I've, and I don't use either of them to mean gay or handicapped. We use them differently. I'm from Jersey. We fucking like, just stop being like a faggot. You like the, like, like when the someone's, Bill Burr version of a, a faggot. Right? Yeah. Like the Louis CK, like, you know, like I'm not calling him gay. I'm just saying he's being a faggot, you know, like oh, yeah, that's Louis stop being CK, a faggot. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like that, like that's, that's where I stand on that. And it's such a, like there's certain words like fucking cunt that sound like they just feel good when you attack someone with them. So yeah. like, when, if you use the right A in faggot, like a lot of faggot. people say faggot, you got to drop the A. Like when you, you fucking faggot, dude. Faggot. Like it's just boom. It's like a fucking Kong right to the face. And my whole thing is, no, I'm not talking about gay people because I call my gay friends faggots mm -hmm. all the time. All the, actually, I use the word faggot more to friends of mine that are gay than, and I would say bi, but as a guy, you know, you're either straight or gay in my opinion. Um, but to my gay friends, I use it more than anyone else, and they call me a faggot all the time. Because sometimes you're just being a faggot. And I'm not fucking losing it. I'm done. I lost retarded for about a year. I stopped using it because it was offending people. And then I said, fuck this, and ran through the wall. And I'm bringing faggot back. So I may title this podcast, retarded I'm bringing faggot back. Right, retarded faggot. It's a fun word, space. bro. It's a fucking fun word. And you're not fucking taking it from me. So fucking, if you, if you don't like me saying it, fucking tune out and just stop being a fucking faggot <laughs> what do you good. think kurt i know you're very uncomfortable right now are we calling dan ah! we're gonna call dan a faggot yeah hold on tom did you watch that, that movie i sent all right you? you guys have to mute your mics now mute your microphones both of you don't stop the tape what movie just mute your microphones i'll ask him later and I'm going to patch Danny in and put you guys well, all on speaker. It kind of ties into what he was just talking about. All right. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I got to make sure there's no feedback. Kurt and Bobby, have you muted your mics? No. Hold no. on. Hold on. No. Mute your fucking mics. Why am I on hold? Oh, shut up, Danny. Stop being a faggot. Listen. <laughs> Kurt. Kurt. Hold on. Hold on. Danny, hold on. Hold on. Slow down. I know you're excited, you're like, a, like a lap dog that hasn't been on in a while. All right, Bobby, is your microphone muted? Yeah, muted. Okay, now speak louder. Okay. All right, I'm assuming they can hear you. I'm going to step away from the mic, and I'm going to put you guys close to it. All right, Kurt, is your microphone muted? Uh, it's put at zero. I hope it mutes. I don't really can't mute it. Okay, so you're going to talk the least just in case. And Danny, speak. Bazinga? Bazinga, perfect. So, okay, my turn to talk? Yes, Where now you it's calling? your turn to talk. Welcome back to the No Mercy podcast. Um, we are doing our season three, episode one episode. Kurt is ready to quit again. Uh, but how have you been? At Dan Bosher at No Mercy. No, no, that's not your hand. <laughs> I put two ads in there, I like that. At Dan Bosher. Danny, that's not your oh. handle. All right, you guys got to speak up. So it's it's at Danny No Mercy. At Danny No Mercy. Yes, not at Dan at No at Mercy. Twitter.com. <laughs> at, at Danny No Mercy. Yes. Okay. All right. So how so is everybody? We're doing great, Good Danny. Now, how does it feel to be able to hear everyone on here? I'm trying a new hey, system. Kurt, Kurt's quit. Oh, Dan, you have no idea. You have no idea. Why are you quitting? Dan, 
Oh, the listeners have already heard of the debacle, so I don't want to go through it again. But, Dan, what is your percentage that you believe the Suns winning the championship is an Illuminati win? Illuminati win. Like the Illuminati I, is pushing I, I believe the Suns are, Suns are winning the championship because the Illuminati wants Chris Paul to be LeBron James' bitch to push social issues. Devin Booker's dating a Kardashian. They have a black coach, and their logo is a ball of fire. So I think it's an Illuminati win. Oh, my God. I'll go. I'll, I'll, oh, my God. Um, can you guys kill me? <laughs> Why? How the hell God made you come up with this? I'm, I'm very creative. Okay, listen, there's more of a chance that um, McAvee had his 72 megabytes of material in that hotel, in that condo that collapsed. Oh, wow. shit, Danny. But dude, I, we talked about that. Danny, I tried to bring that comment up, and these guys shit on it. No. I believe that more than what you guys just said. Danny, I tried to bring that up, and they wouldn't bite. So talk to me about McAfee. Yeah, I mean, that's much more believable than what you just said. Well, tell me. Talk to me. Fill me in. Because Kim Kardashian is a Trump person, okay? She's a Trump person. He's not dating. He's dating the Jenner girl. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, not all the same, then. It's, listen, uh, uh, they would have they killed their sister if. If they saw, if they found out she was going to Trump, they didn't kill her sister. They they all left it quiet. Come on, this is. Listen, all this, all the top sports people are cucks. Don't you understand that they're all cucks, and then they all run. Look at that, what's that lesbian bitch from the Sox? Mega Rapino, dude, Mega Rapino, dude, that's great because you just dove. You just lesbian bitch. Hold on. I want to say, you you dovetailed us into a topic we need to cover, the Victoria's Secret change, so we'll cover that with you. So good job, Danny. You saved us there. I've almost I'll forgot. I'll come down but look, she turned around, she's kneeling for the, for the flag and this and that and rights and all this other bullshit, and then she jumps right into capitalism and she's doing commercials for Subway. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. That lesbian bitch. That's like, do you ever see the meme, Danny, of the girl who has smashed capitalism? on her fucking laptop, a sticker on her laptop as she's drinking a Starbucks yeah. and working on a $1,200 Mac computer. Yeah, so do you think they know what they're doing or they just have no idea what capitalism is? I think it's a little of both. Yeah. I think, I think they think it's a great cause and it's just, it's just motoring all and they're trying to see who could be cooler than the other, but they have no idea what they're really talking about. Right. But the first chance they get to make a dollar... Yep. They turn around and jump all over. It's like the it's like the uh, it's like the people who are defund the police, and then the second they are about to yep. get jumped, they start screaming for the cops. Yeah. So, Danny, what do you yeah. think, Danny? So, we got to get to Victoria's Secret with you. Um, I just went on a little controversial rant, and I was talking about how I don't want to be censored anymore. And you know, I say retarded a lot, and I love it. It's a great word. I'm not going to stop it because people are offended by it. And uh, ties in the Stephen A. Smith being offensive yesterday and people getting mad. I am uh, bringing the word faggot back, Danny. And I'm done not using it because it offends people. And I do have a lot of gay friends. And I just love the word more than I love them. So I'm going to say faggot all the time. And I'm bringing it back. I, every, I say it privately, but I don't say it publicly. And I'm going to start bringing it back on the podcast. So how do you feel about the word faggot? 
I can't talk to you, you xenophobic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you just called Rapino a fucking lesbian bitch. You're being very insensitive. Why? See, you're 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 subverted. You're being very insensitive to people who like to take it up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> So, so are you okay with that? Danny, I look at Danny uses the appropriate terminology. People yeah. who like to take it up the ass. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you'd be very insensitive. And that's very xenophobic. And um, <laughs> probably racist. And, um, probably and, racist. And, um, what's a, and, I'm, and I'm sick and tired of Asian bashing. <laughs> the Asian hate. Asian hate has gone I too have, far. I, I have turned liberal. <laughs> I officially liberal. Okay? Okay. So I want to apologize to all the Oriental kids in the front row of my Oriental is school. actually racist. So I want to apologize to every Oriental. <laughs> Even when Danny's trying not to be racist, he's racist. In, in high school, when I would knock their books off their desk or hit them in the head or something like that. I want to apologize to the, to the colored kids. <laughs> <laughs> I want all the. Fa I want to apologize to all the faggots. I want to apologize to any Negro that I have, I have offended. Uh -huh. I'm not racist. Uh -huh. And I also want to apologize to any lesbian. I love lesbian porn, and uh, I especially love. Uh, I support them with lesbian. Why porn. do you, Why do you seem to always like you speak much more about lesbians than you do about gay men? Why is that? Because they got the biggest fucking mouths. <laughs> you really hate okay. lesbians, huh? No, I really don't. But the, no, the butch lesbians—they just don't shut their mouths. Everything's wrong. So the feminists. The world's against them. This and this. Shut the fuck up. I just want to tell him, shut the fuck up. There's no, everybody's accepted you. Has yeah? Has anyone has anyone really stopped to look and go, what's the fuck? Like when did this? Like I understand the race stuff, right? Like if you're a black guy, and like you got some shit that you're still going through. I actually did a whole fucking piece on a podcast saying, listen, I know we're all fucking pro police and pro all this, but let's be fucking real. There is a fucking problem here. Like, they d there is a fucking problem. And we could throw out all the numbers. 18 white people were killed by cops. Nine black people were. But I grew up in an area, so did you, Dan, with a lot of black guys around. And we were the white kids that had to talk to the cops. I went to prison. I had to be the white guy to talk to the cops and the COs because the black guys would get treated different. So, like, that shit's real, at least. At least there is some real discrimination that's still going on there that needs to be fought against. When did this fucking women's rights shit come back up? Like, what are we, in the 70s? Like... Fucking women are running the world. Like, where the fuck do you get the right to be, like, playing the martyr? Like, what equal rights do you need? Didn't Bill Maher talk about this, like, a couple weeks ago where he said it's, like, the party of progression, but all they talk about is oppression that's not there? I mean, there's no oppression yeah. for women. There's never been since they got the right to vote. Like, they fucking run the world. I'm liking Bill Maher more and more each day. I haven't seen much. the most sane liberal... I, if, if everybody was a liberal like Bill Maher, it'd be okay. Oh, and by the way, I only have eight minutes. Right. I, have a, I have a critically mass, I mean a critical, critically race theory class in eight minutes. Okay. Well, if you thought we were going to keep you on for more than five minutes, then you're a fucking crazy person. Okay. So. i got to go to my, criti my critically race theory. Okay. 
critically race through? Is that like Bobby's Kabbalic media or uh, faggoty flags yeah. or whatever he was talking about before? Okay. Hey, Danny, I think um, now that you can have a penis in the Olympics, I would like to see you in the 2024-25 Olympics as a female shot put or, you know, what female sport would you play? And can you wear No Mercy I, I pants? Would, I, would, uh, I would play women's soccer so I could go into the locker room. Like, That's why the soccer players, though. When, I mean, softball players are cuter. Uh, I think I, I, I'm not sure it's a toss-up to me, but I think the soccer players might be. Actually, you know, you got some hotties on that team. You got the Ertz girl, and then you got the fucking oh. uh, yeah, uh, what's her name, oh. uh, Alex Morgan. Yeah, I'd do that. All this, all this nonsense. It's all nonsense. Just like you know, everything's nonsense. But, but, but well, what nonsense. what do you think? What do you think about? Like, I want all the trannies to go and enter the Olympics. Just to really... Oh, yeah. bl- I love I love when fucking women's shit gets fucked up because it's like this... It's not women in general. I love women in general. But the women athletes are the fucking worst. The WNBA needs to make as much money as the NBA. And, but like, shut the fuck up. You're fucking... No. So I love when their sports get blown up because those... Megan... Right. Losing Right, the Megan Rapinoe's and people like that are the the worst humans. So I love when that shit gets blown up in their face, and then they have to start turning on the trans community and then get lit up. So, uh, ha, do you want that too, Danny? I want all transgender athletes I, in women's I love sports. It. Just like, just like what's her name, Christy Teigen. Yeah, oh, my bitch, just, dude, you're hitting every topic we missed. Is this not the best? What's happening now? Oh, dude, that's me. I'm taking full credit for that. I love the fact she came after you, and now look at her. She's crying. I, what was her last Twitter she said? She said she must have said the word, I'm seeking therapy five times in the movie. What the fuck do you need therapy for? You said it. Big deal. Right. Big deal. I mean, that's pretty... I mean, if you think about it, Dan, like the whole point of the movement and the mission and me attacking celebrities and stuff was to hopefully, like a fucking kamikaze mission, fire my personal missile at... Alyssa Milano, Chrissy Teigen, all these people that I was in wars with, and hopefully take one of them out, right? So some little Guido in Jersey who was fucking completely irrelevant was able to take down one of the high priestesses of the cabal. So I mean, I, I, I'm not even tooting my own horn here. I'm saying like that, of all the things that happened last year, if nothing else comes of this from losing my Twitter and losing the check mark and losing the podcast and losing the shows and getting attacked... At least I could say I did my part to take out one of their fucking heads. So, I mean, that makes me feel I good. I hate agreeing with Tommy, and normally I think Tommy's insane for saying this shit, but I've had multiple people come up to me, and, like, Tommy is known for the Chrissy TV shit. I mean, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's, yeah, it's really good. fulfilling. I'm not even kidding. Like, I cathartically... Because, like, dude, we went through some shit, all of us who've been attacked for the last year and a half and lost everything and been doxxed and all that. My mom's address was put on the Internet. Like, you know, she had she's moving now because of it. Like, there's a lot of shit that we went through that we didn't talk about publicly uh, from our own people and from the outside. But literally, that was the moment, Bob, when I personally went, all right, you know what? I did my part. I, I can go to bed saying sacrificing my Twitter, sacrificing this was worth it just to fucking end that bitch. And she may still exist, and she may still write cookbooks, but she's done. She's over. She's done. She's over, and I literally can claim that. So I can claim a body from the cabal. Yeah, and the thing that was so interesting about it is before, 
before that, her behavior, her, her creepy behavior was not mainstream. And then after that, people started pointing pointing out little nuance shit, like that little video of her talking about, well, you wouldn't try human eating human if you yeah. had a chance. That came out after, and then the, the weird pregnancy stuff, and, you know, it was just like, one thing after another started coming out, people started noticing They're, they're turning on each other, so we just let it happen. It's the greatest thing. Trump's running around now and pissing more people off. Biden is just constantly stepping on himself. Did you guys hear when Biden said he's talking to OPEC about stabilizing the fuel prices? And I said to myself, you stupid motherfucker. You're stopping, you're stopping all the American drilling, and now you want to negotiate with OPEC? Well, you have all the power in your hand? He's so fucking Who the retarded. fuck? How can a Democrat say they voted for this jerk-off? I don't know. Right. At least, at least if they voted for a sane person, I, I would, I would say, okay, I can understand it. How could any Democrat voted that say they voted for this guy? I mean, that's and what happens. They, they didn't vote for him. They fucking rigged the fucking election. But that's yeah. another podcast for another day. But Danny, what do you think of the Victoria's Secret shit that we got uh, all the fucking fat chicks fucking on the cover of the magazine? Are you gonna watch the the runway show with a bunch of fucking trannies and fat chicks? Uh, no. No. Right. <laughs> right, great, I mean, great input. I mean, just, you know, why, you know, listen, I, I don't, listen, I, a woman should be comfortable in their body. I, I love it. I've, I've had slept with more fat chicks than anyone on this show, and I love them, and I, I appreciate I all of them. I don't have a problem. I don't have but I don't need them in bikinis on the cover of a magazine. No. But I, don't need, I don't need men on the cover of any magazine. And that vanity fair, oh my God, that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Vanity Fair used to be like a Playboy magazine. Right. You ever jerk off? You ever jerk off to Vanity Fair, Dan? Um, I think everybody has. (laughs) Everybody has. I mean, everybody. Everybody has. Who hasn't? When I was growing up, one hundred percent of people. Yeah. Well, no, no, not jerking off. But when I was growing up. Everybody used to go off on a National Geographic magazine. <laughs> Time the fuck out. Let me turn the volume up here. What? Say that again. Me? Yeah, you. Back when I was growing up, because you you have you would have Playboy magazine, and then everybody would get National Geographic because they would always have woman woman's breast assist on it. I mean, they would have like the African tribe with like the rings. The sloppy them. boobs where their nips are below their belly button, girls. But yeah. But when you're 11 years when you're 11 years old, that was hot. Yeah, honestly, I think I did. I think honestly, I went to make fun of him because I thought he was talking about animal porn. But then I did realize that he's talking about the boobs in National. I did. I did. I jerked off to National Geographic. You're 10, 11, 12. You have no outlet to porn. Mm-hmm. You have no yeah, zero outlet right. to porn. And the most you could do was, was Playboy. Yeah, you're right. But so think about it, Denny. Yep. Think about yep. that. Think about that. When Because me, me and you aren't that far in age. What are we, 18 years apart? But we grew up in the same time, pre-internet, right? So when we were kids, like when we were 15, we had to jerk off to Vanity Fair, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, which you'd wait every month for, and fucking National Geographic. And the kids these days, and a fifth in a, in a newspaper, right, and in a magazine, the kids these days could literally just click a button and watch a fucking bukkake party with seven black dudes fucking skull fucking some sixteen year old white girl and coming all over her face. Like you want to understand why? Like think about it though. That's why society's so fucked up. That's why everyone's fucking crazy. That's that's a big part of it. We used to jerk off to nip slips and fucking, you know. <laughs> And fucking, 
These kids are watching fucking gangbangs in, in a dumpster. I mean, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I jerked off to Kelly Kapowski. The first time I ever jerked off was Splash, Danny. Remember when Hanna-Barbera, whatever her name was, walked out of the fucking ocean? You, the quick flash of her boobs? That was the first time I ever... And I remember every time that fucking movie came on, because it was only like three-second scene, I used to fucking like pre-beat my meat waiting for that moment so I can come on that moment on the spot. What's that? Yeah, Kurt, you still here? Kurt's dealing with the dog issue. He doesn't want to be here. He hates the fans. Hey, Kurt? Yeah. How's the dog doing? Uh, it's rough. Okay, I'll call you later on. Don't bother. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I gotta get off anyway, though. Tom, I'm getting off. All right, get out of here. You're not saying anything. All right, peace. All right, all right, but, oh, but just Bye, save Kurt. your recording, Kurt. He's gone already. He hates the fans so much, Danny. So, I love the fans. I know you do. That's why we're, we're just swapping Kurt out. This is what we call a transition. So we're transitioning from Kurt as the third wheel to Danny Bosha. So we're okay, so real, real quick, real quick. What I really wanted to talk to one of you is about this whole McAfee stuff. Uh-huh. What do you think about, what do you think about the building collapse and all that? I think something was up. Uh, Bob, I don't think you had a strong take on it, right? I, I don't have a strong take just because I don't have enough information, but, but the, the county in which it happened, a suspect in general, you know, I obviously think that there was foul play. I just don't know the ties to McAfee. So I personally, Dan, am with you. I don't, I, you know, and when I say I know McAfee, I'm not trying, you know, obviously he was on the podcast and stuff, but I was DMing with him for months. So it's not before and after. I talked to his wife fucking multiple times. So it's not like, I'm just saying this like I had him on a guest spot for an hour. Like he, you remember, he DM'd me. I didn't reach out to him. He reached out to me. Remember that that message, Bob, that I showed you from John oh, Mac? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember he was very complimentary of the podcast. Yeah, that was like some tombstone shit. Like I get a DM yeah. from John McAfee saying, hey, you know, love your work. And I was like, wait, what? Goat. Like, what, me? He goes, yeah, I love your No Mercy podcast. So like he was a listener of our podcast. So he reached out to me. And that's when we decided to, you know, do something together. But just from knowing him, I know that he didn't kill himself. I know that he was a troll. So that's the thing. Like, he was a troll. So I think the Q post was a troll uh, on his Instagram. I think I by, by him or his wife. Uh, his wife controlled his Instagram and his Twitter. So it doesn't matter if he's dead. Do you tell me his wife, his wife who just found out that her husband yes, was dead? Yes, Bobby, Bobby, yes. Yeah, so you got to remember his wife, and she's a wonderful woman. I've spoken to her three times. Um, she was a prostitute who's basically on the lam with John McAfee, who basically, you know, is fairly submissive to John. So, like, he, their life was a movie. Like, their life wasn't reality at any point. And she didn't come from anything. So his dying wish would have made sense if it was, you know what? When I die, whether it's natural causes or unnatural causes, I want you to post this Q post, honey. I want you to post it on Instagram, leave it up for eight hours, and then pull it down. Like, I could see him saying that as his final wish to make everyone think he was Q. I, pull it down, pull down his whole account. Well, right, and, and who knows? Like, he could have pulled it down, they could have pulled it down, but I could see that being a troll. I really can. Um, but... 
the fact that he had the whack tattoo and he was talking about having all the data and crypto and fucking NFTs and stuff like that being released. Yeah, I could believe it was there. And I believe that the Florida thing had something to do with it. I believe someone knew something in that building because the craziest part is, Danny, after that building collapsed within itself, obviously intentionally killing everyone. They literally waited three days and then just collapsed the buildings around it to make sure everyone was dead under the rubble. Like, they just dropped. Like, that's a crime scene. Like, you just collapse the next building, too, the, re the remaining parts of it? Like, none of that made sense. I think, they, I think they waited four days and then they took it down, and I'm like, why would you take And they kept saying it's unstable, unstable, unstable. Yeah. And I was like... I was like, I, I don't know, with today's technology and all that, you shore it up or something. I don't know. Maybe they couldn't, but but I don't know. I don't know. All I know is um, anybody that said they were going to get killed or anybody that had any kind of big-time information, they're all dead now. Right, including all the— and Hillary, and Hillary didn't do it. Yeah, we talked about all the foreign prime ministers from Haiti and all these places, too, and how they all got whacked, too, because they were anti-COVID. So, yeah, we've been we've been touching on all that. All right, so uh, everybody else okay? Everything's good, Dan. How did you, you feel about the wedding? Was the wedding fun? Did you enjoy it? Bobby was mad at Kurt for not saying goodbye to him. Um, I, it was a blur to me, and I really, I really enjoyed uh, parts of it that I remember. Mm -hmm. You weren't even drinking. What do you mean it was a blur? Yeah, me and Bobby were the ones who were up fucking till like seven a.m. the night before. By the way, Bobby. Oh, about it. By the way, oh. I am obsessed with Ashley. Bobby's girl is the best. Like the best. Like, it's just so much better than him. So I had so much fun with Bobby and his girl. We basically so, listen, listen, Danny. Ashley's the reason why I made it to the wedding. Yes. Because she woke my ass up. She's the best, dude. She's so awesome. Oh, yeah. so awesome. The, me, Bobby, and Ash basically hung out for what, Bob? Like, 72 straight hours? Like, it was... I don't think you understand. Like, okay, and I'll explain this to people. Tommy has a way of getting you to do shit that you normally wouldn't do. So, like, Ashley and I just pulled to the hotel. The first motherfucker we see is Tommy sitting on the <laughs> bed smoking a cigarette. And I, I turn to her I say, our night is about to take a curveball. <laughs> so, it's I about to get sideways. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, just strap in. And then, you know... Next thing you know, 10 minutes later, Tommy's handing me bags of dick pills. <laughs> I, don't understand. I don't understand why you're carrying that around with you. What do you mean? I had a, I had a bag. I had a bag from, so I hadn't, I hadn't traveled in years, like a couple of years, right? Because of COVID and all that shit. So I had this old bag that I found that was a bag that I brought with me to Vegas um, like three years ago. And I just, I, my new bag, I don't know if the zipper broke or whatever it was. And in it were some dick pills in there, which obviously, if you're going to go fucking to Vegas and you might do some fucking uh, cocaina or anything fucking fun, you want to make sure you got a little fucking bopper over there, D-ball, to uh, get that shit popping. So we were out and it just happened to be in there. And Bobby was like drunk, hammered, and we were all hammered and uh, we we're all fucked up. And Bobby was like, oh, I got to bang fucking. We we're talking about like possibly not being able to get it up because Bobby was fucking hammered. And I was like, I got you, bro. And the best thing, right in front of Ashley. I'm like, there you go. Take these. I found these in my bag. Remember, I threw like the whole fucking stack. Threw, like, I had a whole stack of them. And I was like, yeah, take them all. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But long story short, I mean, we went to the, we went to the casino the night before. It's not just like the wedding. It, it, I think we stress this on the podcast is that, you know, 
Danny's daughter asked me to preside over the wedding. So yeah. I was the, you know, the, the minister of the wedding, and I kept telling Tommy, I was like, Tommy, I'm basically the Pope. We're at the casino. It's 4.30. <laughs> like, I, need, I need a Pope mobile home to this thing. I need protection. You know, I need to make sure I get home so that I can get Danny's daughter married tomorrow. And I didn't you know, care. Like, that's how important I was. I didn't care. And, uh, yeah, Tommy disregarded that. I disregarded all of it. I didn't care about it. The wedding was beautiful. Danny, you did a great job. Bobby did a great job. Um, but the night before, yeah, I kept everyone out, Bobby and Ash, till probably 5, 6 a.m. Uh, no concern for anyone but myself, which was good. But we had a great time. We gambled a lot. We lost a lot. We won a lot. And, uh, and it was a lot of fun. And then Bobby went from presiding the wedding to then playing the guitar for their first dance. And we were just waiting for Bobby to go fucking serve drinks and clean the dishes, too. But, uh, Danny, what did you think of Bobby's performance at the wedding? Oh, Bobby was a 10. Bobby was, was perfect, so... It was, it was kind of a passing of the torch, wasn't it? From me to Bobby and the family. Well, Bobby was representing my brother. Right. And that was the whole, that was the whole, uh, whole reasoning behind it. Yeah, but so, I liked it, though, because usually I have to be the one giving the speech and doing all this. And all. It was really nice to go to a wedding and, and be involved, obviously, but have Bobby fucking have to do all the shit. It was so awesome. Let me translate that for everybody that doesn't understand how Tommy talks. What Tommy's really saying is, Danny, Danny why didn't you choose me to do it? Yeah, a little bit. A little surprised. <laughs> a little, I mean, the guitar part you could have done without me, but uh, yeah. The, I, 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 I pretty much... I pretty much, and Bobby can affirm this. I might have wrote, might have wrote a speech just in case he got sick. Because there's no way that Bob, uh, that Tom's gonna make the wedding. I mean, it's a very high probability I was gonna Wait, miss hold it. Hold on a second. Now I'm going conspiracy mode, Danny. Is it possible that Tommy tried to get me messed up enough to where I <laughs> to preside the wedding? Well, I would have. Oh, I may or may not have practiced the guitar for three weeks heading into that wedding. <laughs> You would have single-handedly ruined the wedding. Yeah, probably, but I would have got daughter, I would have got so much better. I would have never ruined my goddaughter's wedding, but I would have made it a lot of fun for me. Oh. It was a lot of fun hey, for me. Hey, just um, I don't have much time left here, but just um, mm, please. Did, did you see Bob's uh, Facebook? Um, but Danny, I've been banned from Facebook for like a year. Okay. Well, Bobby's got his hamster on his bed, loose, taking a picture. Of what did it? What did it run out of his asshole? No. <laughs> so Bob's got a picture, a, a video of his hamster on the bed, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the hamster takes off, and Bob goes, "Oh shit, where'd you go?" Soon, <laughs> <laughs> back up his ass. He's got a hamster like he thinks it's a dog. Yeah. Was it brown? Yeah. Yeah. I, and oh, took I, the, the way, I took the hamster. For those of you listening, I took the hamster from from Memphis, Tennessee, on a 15-hour drive to Pennsylvania in the back of my Jeep. It was not an easy ride in this little bin. You know, we stuffed him in a bin and just sat him back there for 15 hours. So he went on the road trip with us. Wow. Yeah. I think I think me, I, Danny. What do you think about me, Bobby, and Ashley having a like road show where we go out and party together, the three of us? Oh, poor Ashley. She's just a nice girl. No, Ashley's the best. She's the best wingman I ever met. It's perfect. Yeah, That's Ashley, what I'm saying. She's Ashley, the best. Yeah, she brought the girls in for, for Tom. Yeah, dude. She was, she was, she was bringing them in by the, by the fives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Ashley. We're being nice to Ashley. Danny, this is a compliment. It's about as nice as you can How do you not fucking understand that this is a compliment? She literally hooked me up with, like, her friends from home. Or, like, she was yeah. hooking me up with girls seven states away yeah, she, at she, four in the morning. She called one of her best friends from Memphis at, like, five o'clock in yeah. the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. It was great. That's the best, but I think that'd be a good reality show, Dan. Okay. So make it a reality show. Okay. Hey, is this your last podcast? I mean, who knows? It's it's episode one of season three. Well, no, it's not the last one. It's just we may have to change formats a little depending on your little fucking shit dick nephew. Uh, depending on how anal and, and annoying he wants to fucking be all the time. So we're going to see. He anyway, hates... He, if it is his last episode, what a great send-off. It's just a perfect, I don't care about anybody. Just doesn't it's care about the people. The wedding. Doesn't care. Like, doesn't care. Says, like, oh, I tried. He I tried. hates you. Hates you all. Hates you all. He hates all of you. He hates you too, Danny. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Hates the people. No, he hates doesn't. you. He hates you. He hated Bobby. He didn't even no. say goodbye to Bobby. He hates me. He does. Oh. All right, I gotta run. Why? Wow, you're leaving us too, Bob? It's just me and you. Yeah. We're we're getting hung up on by Danny. I, I'm I'm at work, so you didn't hang up on me yet. All right. Well, we're not hanging up on you because we need you right now to finish off the podcast. But I need you. I do need you to answer the final question on stock picks because we did a stock picking session. So I need to know I what you're. No mercy. Ah, damn! I hung up on him. He got it in in time. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You can turn your microphone back on, Bob. <laughs> Are you laying down? <laughs> yeah, my back's hurting. Good. He got good. He got good. He beat us. He beat us to the fucking shutoff. He did a good job today. I'm happy. Yeah. He's good. That's see. We got to just Danny every three months. That's that's what'll work. Hey, so I can turn my mic up now. Yeah. Now when you turn your mic up, you got to tell me, and I'm taking it off speaker. All right. One. Two. Three. All right. We're good. Okay. Can I hear you? Yep. Look how seamlessly our technology works without Kurt. That's insane how easy that was. That was amazing. I literally thought everything was going to collapse. Now we'll find out when we put it out if it was amazing or not. Let me turn my volume down a little bit. On point. Let's go. All right. So we got to shut shit down here, Robert. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think this I gotta... is apropos how, how the, the entire podcast thing. If you, if you think about it from start to finish, everything mm -hmm. that happened, technical difficulties, Kurt not right. caring, you know, right. Danny cutting in and out. Um, right. I think it had every element of me and you being fucking phenomenal as usual. Well, I wasn't even going to say that because it's just it's automatic. It's like Derek I mean, it Jeter should be in October. Sad, it should be said. OK, well, then, you know, I will say it. What were you going to say? Who are, who like, are we like? Like Derek Jeter in October and November. Yeah, I agree. Are we like Jordan and Pippen? I was, Jordan Pippen's good. I, I'll take the Pippen role. I like Pippen. I, think I mean, he's dude, underrated. if you get the check mark, you may become Jordan. And I think Pippen looks better than Jordan now. Right, that's true. Jordan has more money, though. So I'll be Jordan. I'll be Jordan. I'm Would you take that. more money and looking like rat shit or less money and, and not? <laughs> Give me the money. Take the money. <laughs> the older I get, the more I realize girls don't fuck faces. They fuck pockets. Oh, so, wow. Um, yeah, give me the money. Give me the money, Bob. All wow. in. So anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh, exit stage left here? Uh, as, you know, just because I know me and you are two people who you know, truly care about uh, the listener. And well, no. we'll, we'll, we'll go till midnight if we have to for the listener. Um, sure. Unlike others. But um, is there anything else you feel the listeners need before we exit? Um, even though we both want to go, 
it, it, it is all about them. Yeah, I, um, you know, and we don't know what's going to happen with everything. You know, there might mm -hmm. be some reformatting, you know, redirection. You know, I don't like saying, you know, I like leaving the door open to possibilities, you know, because mm -hmm. we don't know what's going to happen a month from now. But that right. being said, this chapter of everything, No Mercy, a lot, you know, what I've learned is that a lot of people, um, you know, we entertained a lot of people, we informed. Um, but the most important thing is we created a culture that was really unique. Um, and I want to thank everybody because it, it gave me a platform, too, to kind of gain confidence in, you know, in myself. Um, you know, I think we said pretty much what we needed to say. I think uh, we we you know basically said here this is how we see the world you know these are the things that we notice and we see the world in a very unique way and i think a lot of people recognize that and and a lot of people turned on some lights and then you started you started seeing the world in a different way as well so if that's what we did then mission accomplished uh, if you just like the fact that we entertain you then mission accomplished as well but um, hats off to you, Tom. You're the one that wanted to do uh, this podcast. You're the one that wanted to flip into a different direction. And I think you led us, to, you know, into uncharted waters. We talked about things that nobody else. Listen, nobody brought, um, we'll, we'll say conspiracy, whatever you want to call it, questioning the narrative, truth, conspiracy. Nobody brought it into pop culture the way we, and especially you did, tying pop culture into conspiracy, making it sexy, really, if you think about it, because before it was nerds in basements, and now it's, 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 it was, it's sexy. I mean, we had a high female population, which you never saw in this type of format. Which well, I, I think we had three things. I think we had the largest female demographic yeah. by far um, of the pods. We had the largest production value with your videos and the Biden videos and the Michelle is a man videos and all that kind of stuff. And then we had a lot of like really like high profile wars with celebrities. I mean, you know, like with the Alyssa Milano fights, the Chrissy Teigen fights, the Podesta attacks, you know, being in Newsweek, Businessweek. So, you know, I think I don't think we revolutionized conspiracy by any means. Not trying to say that it was Tripoli and a lot of those guys who did. Yeah, I think we made it pretty fucking like you said, we made it sexy. So it was fun and it was awesome and uh we made an impact which was awesome and it's not you know this isn't a eulogy here or this isn't a goodbye um but due to you know other we, we just don't know where we're going with it going forward um bobby's still open to doing more episodes and stuff so is kurt uh, i'm gonna be moving forward with it i'm doing a lot of the stay cash and stuff too um you just after a while it just gets exhausting being banned from everything all the time and having your whole life being torn apart upside down especially yeah. after your own people are turning on you and it makes it not much worth it anymore because when you're here for the people and half your people fucking turn on you it makes you wonder what the fuck you're doing this yeah for i mean it's but, even exhausting seeing the residual effects even when i'm trying to you know venture into new avenues right that, like yeah it's tiring. yeah so i mean that's exhausting but i will tell you this so going forward um we are still going to, you know, Bobby's going to be back. Kurt's going to be back. Maybe it may be a couple times a month. It may not be for a couple months. I don't know. I, I don't want to put anything on it. I don't want to put any pressure on, on them. I know Bobby's got a lot going on and Kurt's got a shit ton going on uh, and he hates you. So that's going to be even harder. Yeah. But yeah. that's a factor that Bobby doesn't have. But we're going to be doing these. Obviously, I am going to be doing a lot more of the crypto stuff and financial stuff and sports stuff and 
still tying to conspiracies and all that. But with No Mercy right now, I'm going to be bringing on a lot of guests just to give the guys a little bit of a break because it's a lot when you're waking up at fucking five in the morning like Bobby is and you stay up till two and then you got to do a six hour podcast and all that. So I'm going to try and give these guys a little bit of a break and go back to bringing in some of the big name guests. I've already spoken to Aubrey Huff, uh, Larry Johnson, Sam Tripoli, and I'm going to continue to bring on big guests. We're probably going to move this to YouTube where I think it'll be a lot cleaner where it'll be a lot um, easier to produce, where I could take questions from the audience. I might, I've even toyed about doing a couple solo ones, just kind of quick hitters here and there to get the, the thoughts out. Because I still do want to do the conspiracy stuff and, and this all this, but at the same token, everyone has to understand that, you know, we took a year and a half off from fucking making money, living our lives and being productive members of society and moving towards our retirement. Uh, this is a avenue that, is very counterproductive towards making a living and living a comfortable life. This is a life of attack and blood and darkness. And we're still all in. I'm still all in for it. But, you know, I'm really not out here trying to fucking... Everyone's like, why aren't you writing more threads? And why aren't you... Because I did that for you last year. All right? Done. I'm not out here to just keep getting fucking bloodied and attacked 24-7 for a bunch of motherfuckers who just talk shit on me all day. Yeah. Like that's that's what it is. So I want to move towards a combination of things I love. I started the conspiracy stuff with Bobby because we loved it. And that's what we wanted to talk about. And it's still what we want to talk about. But not only I still want to talk about sports. I still want to talk about gambling. I still want to talk about crypto. I want to talk about stocks. I want to talk about shit. It's not just baby blood and flat earth. So well, and I told you that I think you would do just as good. Um, and I think I want you to talk about have- dating. Yeah, dude. I mean, like a love line, Tommy G. After yeah, Dark that's the shit show. I like. I if those of you that never were in the Discord or Gilded, like the After Dark, where he's giving just candid advice to guys and girls. I mean, like it's real shit. Like he will tell you exactly what you don't want to hear, but you need to hear. And sometimes you're like, damn, he like cut deep right there. But like, I mean, you could tell that it's it's real advice. It's not like this pussyfoot beat around the bush shit. But um, I think you help some people, you know, in our community, a lot of people in the community gain some confidence in themselves and, and become a part of something, which is yeah, exactly what, what cult love. leaders I mean, do. <laughs> a cult leader. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. The, uh, but that I mean, that's what I want to do. So I just want to make it clear to everyone that whenever Bobby has time and freedom and wants to come on and drop one of these. Awesome. Whenever Kirk could do it, awesome. I'm down. Whenever. and and But I'm also respective of the fact that Bobby's starting a new career. And this is a lot. And, you know, we got to see how this goes. But I'm not stopping. I'm going to be producing more content than ever before. Um, go to the YouTube and follow it just so I don't look embarrassed with 700 subscribers. But uh, it's Tommy G on the YouTube. But I want to do more diverse shows that are topical. And you see it on my Twitter. You see it on my Instagram, Tommy G Returns. It's annoying that I feel like I have to talk about what other people want me to talk about. I started the conspiracy stuff and all that over the summer because there was no sports. No one cared about anything else. It was basically Operation Get Trump Elected. Yeah. And I figured that was my job to go out there and get Trump in office. And that's where we got crazy political. I don't give a fuck about politics anymore. I really don't. So I'm not going to talk about it. We talked about that. I don't give a fuck about QAnon. I'm not talking about it. I don't give a fuck about like, yeah, I don't put it. I care about stopping the sex trafficking. I care about fucking pop culture. I care about fighting against the celebrities. I care about crypto. I care about stocks. I care about sports. I care about sex. So 
Those are the things I'm going to talk about. And maybe it's all in one show. Maybe it's two separate shows. Maybe it's three separate shows. But in the meantime, while we figure it out, I'm bringing Larry Johnson on either this week or next. I'm going to keep banging out conspiracy stuff. Bobby will be back on. I know he will very shortly. And uh, hopefully we can get Kurt on and bring the whole band back together and keep it going. But no matter what's going on, you're going to have us here. We appreciate you. We love you. We're not going anywhere. Um, we just might have a little uh, change of platform, or maybe re- we go to YouTube. It's a semi-rebranding, you know? That's, that's really yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah, and we're just not going to promise every five days you're going to get a fucking note because that's what gets us in trouble. So yeah. um, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll see how this went and see how we go going forward. But I am going to have Larry Johnson for you in the next seven days. So that'll be either be the end of this week or the beginning of next week. And that'll be a fucking fire episode. And uh, I would really like me and Bobby and Kurt to get to YouTube. I'd really like to do some YouTube shows and do some content like that. So we'll see. But either way, we love you guys. <clears throat> we appreciate you guys. We're sorry for the hiatus. But um, don't go nowhere. Follow us all on Instagram and Twitter at Tommy G Returns on both at Bob's Lessons on both. Don't follow Kurt because he hates you. No. But uh, final words, Bobby. No, um, I just want to thank everybody. Um, and then I want to thank you personally because I, you know, I've, I've been in the music game. And it's easy to be on a microphone in that capacity, but... I never thought people really wanted to listen to what the words that came out of my mouth and the thoughts that I had and, and some of the places that my mind went. Um, and you were the and then you were the one that kept telling me, uh, "No, I think this will be the direction." I'm like, "Do you really want to switch to this?" Yes, yes, yes. I think you'll be good. And then I listened back to the first episode. I was like, "I sound like shit." And and then, you know, um, you you especially and Kurt, even though you know Kurt doesn't give a shit, were telling me, um, <laughs> you know, to keep going. So it kind of gave me a confidence. And then when I started reading everybody's positive <laughs> feedback, that, that really helped me um, establish myself. And so I hope I did a good, I, the only thing I hope is that I did a good job and that I was uh, intellectually honest, um, you know, because I don't want to lie to people. That's the one, one thing I never right. want to do. And I never want to have like a false, fake, phony misrepresentation of who I am, like try to be a character or be somebody that I'm not. So I hope that came off with everybody, um, you know, the honest, genuine stuff. Because um, I feel like this pod was real. Like, I feel like, it, you know. Yeah, you have, it was raw. It was real. Yeah, yeah, like, people don't understand, like, this is what our phone conversations sound like. Like, we're not putting on characters. We're not, you know, we're not psyops. Yeah, I think they know. I think that's what helped us. I honestly, yeah. I mean, dude, if we would have told you three years ago that me and you would start a podcast fucking and with Kurt in fucking, you know, 2019, just based on a fucking eight hour New Year's Eve phone conversation that we talked about aliens and shit and then tell you it'd be the number five podcast in America on iTunes at, at a moment like that's, that's Dude, fucking awesome. So big to where people I went to high school, it, come, it came back full yeah. circle. <laughs> It came back full circle. People I went to high school with calling me saying, hey, dude, I'm listening to the No Mercy podcast, and Tommy keeps talking about his cousin Bobby from Tennessee. It sounds just like you. Are you Bobby on the No Mercy podcast? <laughs> yeah, I said, That's nuts, right? Yes. Yes, I am. So, yeah, you know, that's crazy. And, and it's and it's and that's what it comes down to here. And I know some people are freaking the fuck out right now, I'm sure, because they're going, wait a minute. I thought this was like the beginning of just nonstop. We don't know, guys. We're not... Like, we're just being real with you. We've been real with you from the beginning. Um, the last year and a half was fucking exhausting. Um, we needed breaks. It was a lot, guys. We, we stood in front of the firing squad, you know, all of us personally. And, and uh, it was a lot. It was a lot to deal with. And honestly, that's what I felt I was being called to do at that time. Right now, 
Um, I don't want to lead the fucking Q movement. I don't. I think half of them are fucking retarded, honestly. Like, I think half the people need to fucking stop and move on and just, okay, <clears throat> let's figure out what the next fight is and not sit here saying Trump's getting put back in office every week. Like, those people are uh, they're losing me. Forget about me losing them. They're losing me. Where I'm looking one by one at people going, yo, you're batshit now. Yeah. Like, it's beyond, like, fucking, like, Jan, you know, November, I was still with you. December, I faded, and I said, I'm agnostic. Remember? That's my stance went. Like, yeah. December, I was like, yo, me and you did the same thing. Guys, I don't fucking know. Like, everything I was told, everything I believed was wrong. I was wrong. I'm sorry. And everyone was like, don't be sorry. We're still going to win. I was like, okay, great. And I fell into the January trap. On Gen 20, I told you I was my drop dead date. I'm fucking done. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I checked out. I talking about the drop dead dates. We were very clear. You know, I, I was at very clear January 6th. I was like sick. January Gen 6th. 6. And then Gen 20, right? Yeah, Inauguration. Yeah. Gen 6th at the Capitol, Gen 20. And, and a lot of people are like, you bailed on the movement. Motherfucker. No. Like, no. I bailed on fucking retardation. Yeah. Like, one, Gen 20, I was like, yo, he's not getting back in. Yeah. Like, stop. You, now you're I'm discrediting more of like us. A, I've gone back to like more of a sideline fan, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it, but like it's I'll not watch even from that. The it's like line. people are like you're black pilled. It's like no, dude. I would, no. dude. I would suck Bobby's dick if you told me fucking Trump would be in office tomorrow morning. I'd love it more than anything in the world. Yeah. But again, I'm not gonna look like a batshit crazy retard. We know they rigged the election. We know they cheated. We know they did all that. But fucking yelling about it ain't gonna do shit. Like. Like, oh, are we, if you stay quiet, you can't stop it. Bro, you can't fucking stop it right now. No. Focus on 2022. Focus on 2024. And let's get back to sex trafficking and pedophilia and exposing the cabal. Because that's the shit I got in this for. Right. I didn't get in this. I got in this for fucking the, to stop pedophilia and stop the cabal and to attack Hollywood. That's where I made my name. That's what my threads were about. My first nine threads were about Oprah, Ellen, Tom Hanks, Chrissy Teigen. Not one motherfucking thread was about Donald Trump. Right. Okay? So that's not why I got in this. I got in this for that shit. And then I moved into the political side because I realized how important Trump was and how much I do love him, that it was my mission to try and turn voters. It and was then, and arguably then it, the most important election cycle it was it's way and more I knew. important than trump clinton because we didn't know at the time what was going to happen right so yeah. i mean i figured you know what who am i if i have this platform and i have these followers i have to use this platform to help this man get in fucking office and if i have to dedicate my whole entire platform towards politics i'm gonna do it to get him in because it's that important to stop pedophilia, sex trafficking, and the cabal, which is my initial focus. So, but once that shit dies, and I go back to just like, all right, guys, I'm just going to fucking talk about how fucked up coronavirus is and bullshit and stop these fucking mandates and stop the cabal. Ah, you bailed on Trump. No, motherfucker, he's not the president anymore. All right, move on. Mm. Move the fuck on. I didn't start this podcast because of Trump. I'm not ending this podcast because of Trump. I love him. I think he was the best president in the history of the United States. But I want to get back to talking about the shit I want to fucking talk about. And I'm going back to doing things my way. Bobby's going back to doing things his way. And Kurt's going back to doing things his way. And we're going to talk about what we want to fucking talk about, when we want to fucking talk about it. If we need to take breaks, we're going to take fucking breaks. We're not in here for the ads. We're not in here for the rankings. We did all that shit. There was no advertisement on this whole fucking podcast again. 
This podcast gets hundreds of thousands of downloads. I didn't run one for three months. If we were in this for the money or for the fame, we'd be running fucking ads left and right. This is for us. This is cathartic. This is therapy for yeah. us and for you. And because we want to help people and we want to do what we want to do and talk to the people who want to hear it. We're not here to hit a million people. We're here to hit the tens of thousands that want to hear and give a fuck about us because we give a fuck about them. And that's how it's going to be. And if it shifts gears a little bit and you don't like it, we'll take your feedback. If the timing isn't what you like, we'll take your feedback. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you to fuck yourself because this is for me. So we're going to do what we want to do. We love you. We appreciate you. And Bobby, take us home. Yeah, no, I just, I think that's what got us here is doing what we wanted to do. Say what we wanted to say. And like you said, it was cathartic. It was therapeutic. Um, I look at it as like a public diary, a way for me to vent things that I cannot say in public as much around mm -hmm. my friends, around my family. Um, and and the yeah, we could say it to 150,000 people. I mean, <laughs> so sure, weird, right? Yeah, sure. It just it just so happens that we got big enough to where it got back to our friends and family, and we ended up getting ostracized anyway. <laughs> you know, so uh, it's all good, man. But listen, there's casualties in 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 this game too. You know, we we are in the middle of an existential battle. Our mm -hmm. battle is not with guns, but with words, with language, with culture, good with the zeitgeist. Yeah. That is our battle. We're battling for the 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 minds. We're trying to, um, uh, you know, we're trying to uh, jailbreak your mind is what we're trying to do. We're we're not even saying trust us. We're saying trust yourself. Just don't trust them. That's all we're saying. Just don't trust them, and then go from there. Once you learn how to not trust them, then you're on your 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 way to freedom. You're on your way to to mental freedom. And uh, you can, you, you know, you can explore from there and go whatever direction you want to go. Just don't trust them. That, that, that's the main message. That's it. And don't trust us either. Don't trust anybody. We're just giving you information. Do your own research. But um, I will say this. You're going to get a lot more content from me coming forward. You're going to get a lot more from Bobby coming forward, too. I'm really excited for Bobby's stuff to get online because he's doing some good work over there at the station and. You know, I may be doing fucking call-ins to his fucking radio show. There's a lot of things that we're talking about behind the scenes that are going to be fucking awesome. We're dropping conspiracy merch and going to do all that stuff. Have some fun with that. But just keep your minds open, guys. Don't just live in this black hole of darkness and that the world's falling apart because Biden's our president. Yeah, it fucking sucks. And yeah, the cabal's taking over. Yeah, we know that. But you know what? I'm going to teach you guys how to make some money in the fucking stock market. Bobby made a shit ton of money in the crypto market. I have some crypto guys that we're going to teach. Let's let's fucking maximize this and not be the fucking Russia, Russia, Russia left as the right. Right. Like, let's yeah. go fucking capitalize on this. No pun intended. And let's go fucking learn to make some money, learn to defend ourselves, learn to fucking combat, fight the fights we need to fight and just not turn into the whiny, bitchy. The election was fixed. The election. We know. We know enough. It, there's nothing's getting overturned. Enough. Let's learn how to make some fucking money. Let's prepare for the real estate collapse that's about to happen in six months. Let's prepare for the stock collapse that's about to happen in about three and a half months. I've given out tons of winners online. Superbid doubled over the course of two weeks. Fucking Space, the stock that I gave out on Twitter the other day, doubled in the course of three weeks. I'm giving you guys opportunities to fucking invest your money and double it and triple it. I want to talk to you about that. Let's talk about our mental health and not in the fucking 
liberal way of fucking, oh my God, I'm the worst. The light, the world hates me. Let's talk about capitalizing and maximizing our vibrational levels and ascending and fucking getting to different planes of intelligence and comprehension where we're not sitting here in the fucking sea of darkness holding us down. Let's talk about some shit that's fucking real. Let's have some fun. Let's joke around. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about the cabal. Let's make some change. But more importantly, let's focus on ourselves because this is a dark fucking place. And if you just get caught up in this fucking election, 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 fuck the election. It's over. Who fucking cares? Move on. 2022, Trump's going to announce he's going to run again or it'll be DeSantis. We'll focus on it then for the next two years. But for right now, let's make some fucking money and prepare for fucking what's about to happen. I'll bring some dope guests on. We'll have some dope information, but broaden your horizons and get out of the fucking 25 straight Instagram stories about how Arizona is going to overturn the election. Move the fuck on because we're moving on. So you should move on. For Bob's Lessons, I am Tommy G, and for the bod, and for Uncle Danny. We love you. We care about you. We'll talk to you soon. Follow me on Twitter, at Tommy G Returns, and Instagram, at Tommy G Returns. Follow Bobby, at Bob's Lessons, on both, and we will keep you updated on our next move. A lot of big things coming. YouTube shows, all kinds of shit. Get over to 4deepbets.com. Doing voice chats over there. I'm done. Nothing else to say. I'm just rambling. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.